0: THERE'S NOTHING QUITE LIKE HIGH SCHOOL FOOTBALL ON A FRIDAY NIGHT IN THE FALL. WELCOME TO MICHIANA'S HIGH SCHOOL FOOTBALL SHOW, TAILGATE TALK, PRESENTED BY NOTRE DAME FEDERAL CREDIT UNION. WHERE YOU BANK, DOES MATTER. BEFORE ALL THE GAMES KICK OFF TONIGHT, WE BREAK DOWN ALL THE INS AND OUTS OF HIGH SCHOOL FOOTBALL IN NORTHERN INDIANA.
1: Well, I hope you are warm inside and enjoying your evening because it is a 33-degree evening, a little sleet, rain mix in the air. Who cares? It's football weather. As my late great friend Jeff Jeffers would say, any weather is good football weather. And tonight, we go from the Elite Eight to the Final Four. Regional champions will be crowned, and who wins tonight goes to play in semi-state next Friday night. It is 7 p.m. This is 95.7 FM WRDI, Napanee, Michiana. Welcome to Tailgate Talk, presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, serving Michiana since 1941. Visit NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. I'm Angel DiCarlo coming to you live from Hanover Central High School in Cedar Lake, Indiana. A solid one-hour and 40-minute drive from Michiana, Tonight we are excited to bring you action from the 3A Regional Championship between Marion and Hanover Central. It is our Tyrak game of the week. Kickoff is at 7.30 Eastern. We will broadcast it wherever you are listening to us right now. No video stream for us here this evening in the postseason for football, but we are happy to bring being the only uh, one's broadcasting period of any kind here at Hanover Central High School, we are outdoors, so we'll be bearing in the elements just along with the players and the fans and being able to bring you the colors and the picture well not the pictures, but the sounds uh, just like they're feeling it out here. Coming up tonight on Tailgate Talk, we chat with Marion, senior linebacker, Setefano Sete, and in just a few minutes, my conversation with Knights coach Michael Davidson. We of course go through our picks of all the top games still being played tonight. And I want to take, take a moment to tell you about our presenting sponsor for Tailgate Talk, Elevate Your Fundraising Game with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Using our tools at one Catholic high school is receiving just over $800 in monthly benefits. Go to com slash elevate to find out more. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, you're a share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Marion is in regionals for the seventh straight year looking to advance to semi-state for the third straight season meanwhile their opponent tonight Hanover Central has never been in regionals before in fact they didn't even have a football program from 1972 to 2013 they don't have visitor bleachers out here they're expanding to try to do new things they got beautiful scenic backdrop here at Cedar Lake but uh, right now they're brand new program they're excited and they got the program back started in 2014 you know Mary meanwhile has the experience of playing in these games before earlier this week I had a chance to chat with Marion coach Michael Davidson about tonight's 3a regional championship what's the excitement level for your kids uh, you know obviously you guys have been here and sometimes in a way that can be like yeah you know this is another game and that's a, can be a positive, but that could also be a negative. You want your kids to be up and excited and ready. What what is the excitement level for this group here as you head into this game?
2: There, you know, we had our best week. I think of practice last week, uh, just from an emotional standpoint, a focus standpoint, showed on Friday. Uh, we came out and executed at a high level, um, and I think so far this week the same. I mean, it's it's been um, a good week that, um, you know. Yeah, we, we've, we've had a good run. Uh, we've had you know, a, a lot of championship opportunities over the last three, four, five, six years. But at the same time, this is a different group. Uh, we got guys who haven't been um, a part of those runs, so they're excited. Um, and everybody's appreciative of, of just having the chance. Um, I talked on Saturday um, about, at most we would have 12 practices. I mean, that's, that's sort of a, an eye-opening. You, you saw a little bit of an expression out of the seniors' faces saying, man, at at most, we got 12 of these things left. So um, I I think with that attitude, um, we've had a good week. How much has this team grown (laughs) since the, you know, first couple of weeks of the season when you guys started
1: 0-2?
2: Everywhere, Um, you know, line, second level, secondary on the defensive side, special teams, offensively, um, everywhere. Um, and, And how much, you know, it's, I think the results sort of speak for themselves, but It's been a group that that I, in in my recollection, I don't recall having so many questions heading into a year and then also having so many answers for those questions by week 12, 13, hopefully beyond. Um, It's been fun. And then, you know, I think credit to our coaching staff, uh, credit to the kids for for buying in. It'd be, um, not that I expected in any way, shape or form, but it'd be easy starting off 0-2 and, and, and start to question things and uh, kids griping and, and whatnot. Um, but they bought in. Coaching staff's done a great job keeping them together and, and, and continue to work throughout the year. It shows on Fridays.
1: One of those growth points, is you mentioned, the offensive line, the run game especially, Caleb's now got six straight 100-yard games. Just uh, how much of a you know blessing is that to have him at running back and
2: the way your offensive line has come together? Yeah, a little bit of health, uh, a little bit of uh, gaining experience um, when you got uh, a right guard, right tackle combination that um, early on we had uh, Sedefano Sete, and I'm blanking on who we had at the right tackle, to be honest. And then uh, uh, in steps of freshman and Geo uh, uh, Garcia and um, Jack Brennan as an as unproven junior. Um, and then on the left side, we've gotten a little healthier. Kyle Dennison coming back over the last three weeks. So um, that combination over the course of the years has really um, uh, provided some, some depth with guys that did have to step up while Kyle was out. Then also now uh, they've been gelling over the last three, four weeks and uh, a commitment to the run game as far as um, just from a play calling perspective. Um, not that we ever doubted uh, Caleb. He's a very talented kid, um, all kinds of uh, athletic ability. But at the same time, I think a, a more, a little bit more of a commitment to that rather than it's it's easy when you got Greg out there and, and Brady Hoskins and Caden Kenton to, to try and sling it all over. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it starts up front for us. It starts running the football, and it just makes our quarterback and our our wide receivers' lives easier than two.
1: We talk about the experience that you guys have had being in regionals for the seventh straight year. This is Hanover Central's first time in regionals, and their program's only been around a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you match that level of excitement that they're going to have in, in their stadium uh, on this Friday night?
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, we know they're they're going to be jacked up. Fans are going to be excited. Uh, whole community is going to be excited. At the same time, you know, we're, we're excited to be here, too, you know, before this little run. I think I played or coached in one regional, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, it, it's not that long ago that we didn't have these opportunities, and it's not, um, it's it's not taken for granted. It's not taken lightly. I, I mentioned it earlier to the guys that that it's a little bit like West Noble back in uh, I think it was 19, 18 or 19. Great year for them, and and their community's excited, and you know they they're ready to make a run, and and this is the the same. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, fully expect them to come out energized, and, and we got to have uh, that same intensity from the get go. Otherwise, we could find ourselves in a hole real quick. And what
1: are the weapons on their side that makes them uh, a difficult matchup? Uh,
2: they got a few. Um, their their quarterback is uh, is shifty, uh, can throw a pretty good ball. Um, his legs are, are, are certainly weapons. Um, and then their 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 running back runs hard. They got a couple of nice. Uh, receivers they got enough weapons out there that that you can't just focus on one thing um, you can't focus on just you know stopping the run you can't expect just um, they got big bodies up front too um, so they're they're gonna try and move you um, in the run game so they do enough offensively um, to, to make life difficult for us defensively and and we've got a We've got to come out and execute at a high level. Um, I, I mentioned the intensity. Uh, that's that's probably the biggest thing that that we're going to have to do is is bring that intensity from the get go to not get uh, not get behind. Coach, thank you very much. Best of luck. Absolutely, thank you.
1: That's Marion football coach Michael Davidson. If Marion wins tonight, they will host semi-state next Friday against either Norwell or Brebuff Jesuit. Marion High School students have many opportunities to take dual credit classes. Those that count for both high school and college credit during their four years at Marion. The class of 2021 earned over 3,600 credits during their four years, and over 80 students in that class received 15 credits or more. That is at least one college semester's worth of credits. The best part is that dual credit classes are offered at no additional cost to families. We invite you to learn more about our dual credit program by visiting our website, marionhs.org, for more information. Go Knights. More from... The Knights in our Tyrac game of the week coming up now, next segment when we hear from Setefano Sete. Alright, let's take a look at some of the other matchups on my way down here. I actually drove by Merrillville High School, where is the site of the 6A regionals tonight. Penn 6-5 and five, on the road at Meriville, who's 11-0, and ranked 6th in the Sagarian. Um, you know, this is going to be an uphill battle here tonight for the Penn Kingsmen. I have no choice but to go with uh, Mariville in this game, and uh, Coach Berger, who's not with us tonight because of these crazy weather conditions, uh, he is going with Mariville as well. The 5A regional, Valpo's 10-1 and 1 at Michigan City. That's a great battle. I'm going with Valpo. Bob is going with Valpo in that. Let's go to 4A regionals. New Prairie, 10-2. and 2. We saw them against St. Joe. Sagrin of 51 at Lowell, 9-3. and Sagrin of 55. I'm going with New Prairie in this one. I thought they just looked fantastic last week against St. Joe. Just love their run game. Bob, meanwhile, is going with Lowell. That one will be a toss-up out here also in the region. And in the other 4A region, Mississippi was 9-2 at Northridge. 8-4, their Sagarin ratings also are real near each other. Uh, I'm going with Northridge, Bob is going with Northridge. It's a possibility that we get an all-Michiana semi-state next week between New Prairie and Northridge if both of them win this evening. All right, the 2A regional. LaVille, 9-2, Sagarin 118. At Andrean, 9-3, Sagarin of 64. Uh, you know, got to go with Andrean in this one. It's just hard to imagine LaVille coming away with this victory. Although, I don't think anyone thought they were going to blow out the competition last week with a huge victory over Pioneer, and they got that victory. So, uh, uh, meanwhile, by the way, Bob is going with LaVille. Uh, upset of the week, he says. He is going with LaVille. So, how about that one? Coach Berger, riding the ra- ride for the Lancers here tonight. And in the 1A regional, North Judson, 8-3 and three at Carroll of Flora, 9-3. I'm going to go with North Judson in this one. Uh, Coach Berger did not send in his pick on this one. So um, that, those are the picks on that one. All right. Uh, Redeemer Radio would like to thank. And, of course, we're not giving predictions on this game here tonight between Marion and Hanover Central because we are broadcasting the game. Redeemer Radio would like to thank Matt and Sharon Embins and the great folks at Tyrac for underwriting our internship program for the fourth straight year. Our internship program is with high school students from St. Joe and Marion. The students receive class credit thanks again to Tyrac. Our football crew has done an outstanding job, and our first basketball class is starting up on Monday. Up next, we chat with... Marion senior linebacker, Setifano Sete, as we get you set for the rack game of the week. Marion at Hanover Central in the 3A regional final. If you're just tuning in, how about this? We got former Marion standout Mitchell Menting as my broadcast partner when our broadcast begins in just a few minutes. But first, that interview with Setifano Sete coming up on Tailgate Talk, presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, back right after this.
3: When it's time for a break from a busy day, meet your friends at the Coffee Spot Cafe in South Bend. We know your time is valuable, so our staff makes sure your order is made quickly. Our premium sandwiches and many other choices put the other guys to shame. We also offer catering for large events. With lunch, get 10% off your oil change at Tom's Car Care Center, located in the same building at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane off of Bendix. Visit us online at tomscarcarecenter.com.
1: After three straight home wins, the Irish hit the road for what should be an offensive shootout at Virginia. Join us Saturday at 9 a.m. for Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays on Redeemer Radio. We'll break down the matchup, look at where the Irish stand at 8-1, and, and give our grade reports position by position. Join Kevin Downey and me, Angel DiCarlo, this Saturday at 9 a.m. on Notre Dame FCU's Irish Sports Saturdays on Redeemer Radio.
4: Hi, this is Tony Catanzari of Catanzari Financial Services. If you'd like help planning your financial future, contact me at Tony at This message isn't about my business. It concerns something far more important, uniting our country under God. My father and mother, Joe and Mary Catanzari, live their lives based on love of God, family, and country. Consider the question I recently posed to their eight-year-old great-grandson, my grandson Rocco. If we all do our best, To keep the Ten Commandments and treat others the way we'd like to be treated, how many problems would we have? He looked at me and said, not very many. Sometimes it takes a child to open our eyes, simplify things, and help us find the truth. So let's all do our best to keep the Ten Commandments, treat others the way we want to be treated, and let's unite our country under God. For Catanzarek Financial Services, I'm Tony Catanzarek. Securities and advisory
5: services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member SIPC. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. The golden rule. When you schedule a financial checkup with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, our people will be helpful and honest and kind. They will look for ways to save you money. And when your checkup is complete, they will send $150 to Redeemer Radio. For more info, visit Notre slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.
1: Welcome back on Tailgate Talk as we get you set for our Tire Rack Game of the Week. Marion on the road at Hanover Central in the 3A Regional Championship. Joined now by the leading tackler for the Marion Knights, Setefano Sette. What has this, this playoff run so far been like as a senior? You guys have been uh, really dominating your opponents, including last week, 40-7 to 7 over Jimtown.
6: Um, it's been great. Uh, I felt like in the regular season we never hit our peak, and uh, that first playoff game came and we started that peak, and I still believe we're still going, still have yet to play our best game.
1: You know, as a senior, you've seen and you've been a part of, you've played in some of these great teams that have made these deep playoff runs. but. How much does it change a little bit as a senior, knowing, hey, that next loss, if there is a next loss, will be the end of your career?
6: Um, there's definitely a lot of pressure. It's like, but this, these are the times we live for. Um, it means a little bit more as a senior, knowing that this is it. If we do catch a loss, um, just got to make sure we don't if we leave it all out on the field. There's nothing else we can do.
1: You're nearing 150 tackles. You got 17 tackles for loss. What, what's your mentality when you're out there on the field looking to make a play?
6: I own the line of scrimmage. That's my mentality is like um, you approach it and I, I'm going to put you back.
1: Long road trip. I mean, this will be the longest of the season. Just obviously, though, you guys have had some long road trips. Just what do you do <laughs> when, when you're on the, on the bus to to, you know, relax, but also, you know, keep yourself engaged so that when you're, when you arrive, you're you're ready to go.
6: Just staying locked in, uh staying focused, not goofing off on the bus. Um, but definitely, definitely a little nap doesn't hurt anyone. Uh, I was, I personally think we play better with a little nap before the game. Uh, but that's just me.
1: I was ready to ask if you were the nap, the nap version or the not nap version.
6: I'm um, definitely the nap version. Maybe not a 40-minute nap, but a good 20-25-minute 20, nap.
1: You're facing a Hanover Central team that, you know, they just started football in 2014. They hadn't had a football program since 1971, and this is their first ever sectional championship. You guys have been there before, but they got a lot of excitement. They're going to have a big crowd on hand. How do you try to, you know, ride that momentum against them come Friday night?
6: Um, Like you said, this is the first time they made a deep playoff. Um, We just got to remember that we've been here before. We've played in these games. Um, We know what to do, execute, do our jobs and we'll come out on top.
1: What makes them a difficult matchup? What have you guys seen from them uh, on film?
6: Their spread offense. Their pass game is is really strong, as we've seen over film. Um, just can't take them lightly, even though we haven't seen them in a couple years. Um, Got to respect them like everyone else.
1: And then what would it mean to get a victory and to be able to come home, host semi-state uh, next week if you come away with a victory?
6: It'll, it'd be great to come here for semi-state, especially catch a win on the road. Um, get one more week to play, uh, one more week to share uh, a special game with the boys. Thank you very much. Best of luck. Thank you.
1: That's it. set Sete, star linebacker for the Marion Knights, as they get set to face Hanover Central in the 3A Regional Championship, our rack Game of the Week. We wrap things up on Tailgate Talk right after this with kickoff just moments away.
7: Are you struggling to make ends meet or
1: know someone who is? Let the St. Vincent de Paul Society help. From food to clothing vouchers, financial assistance, and even beds for children, the St. Vincent de Paul Society has been helping the community since 1904. Programs are available to residents of St. Joseph County at no cost. For more information, call 574-234-6000 or visit our website at svdpsb.org.
8: We all know that health insurance and Medicare are so important but can be
0: costly. What if I told you I can help you find the right plan at the best price? It's not a cliche,
7: it's what I do. I'm Tony Letcher, licensed insurance agent with Health Markets. I'm from right here in Michigan. My family and I are parishioners at Queen of Peace in Mishawaka. I can put fresh eyes on your health care needs and help you get the affordable insurance plan that meets your needs. Call me, Tony Letcher, at 855-776-2438 or visit my website at tletcher.com.
1: Hi, this is Angel DiCarlo. By now, I'm sure you've heard the commercials about Elevate 150 from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. My wife and I took part in the free financial checkup and got Redeemer Radio $150, so pretty awesome there. But we also got a lot more. Notre Dame FCU helped us out with a bunch of items that we have been pushing off for a while. Now we're in a much better position financially thanks to Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Now it's your chance for better financial health. Sign up for a free checkup at NotreDameFCU.com Elevate. Hi, this is Kellen
5: and Brian from,
3: from St. Joseph, Joseph High School
5: and Nevea. and Hannah from, from Marion High School.
3: Tire Rack plays a major role in supporting the Redeemer Radio Sports Internship Program,
5: which allows high school students like us to take part in broadcasting. The program is fun
7: and a
9: great learning experience.
7: And we earn class credit, too.
4: Support us
7: by supporting
5: Tire Rack the way tire buying should be.
7: Thank,
4: Thank you, Tire Rack! Tire Rack.
1: That will do it for this week's edition of Tailgate Talk, presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, where bank does matter. Don't go anywhere. The Tyrac Game of the Week is next here on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM. But first, let's take you to the pregame prayer.
10: This is Father Zach Rathke, a priest of the Congregation of Holy Cross and a chaplain at Marion High School. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in thanksgiving for our many gifts, for our lives, for our education, our faith, and for this moment. As we begin this game, we ask for your protection over us, for the safety and well-being of the players, the coaches, the referees, and the fans. We ask, too, that this game might bring glory to you, that our fraternity, as we compete, might be a sign of the love and union that you call us to. And we ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: It's time for Catholic High School Football on Redeemer Radio, 95.7 FM. Welcome to the Tire Rack Game of the Week. More tires, great prices. Visit TireRack.com. High School Football on Redeemer Radio is also presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Where you bank does matter. Now let's go to the Press Box for the Tire Rack Game of the Week with Bob Berger and Angelo DiCarlo.
1: They are two football programs that couldn't have more different histories. Marion coming off their 13th straight sectional championship last Friday including their seventh in a row. Hanover Central, well, they are riding high entering tonight because they're coming off their first sectional title in program history, a program that didn't exist from 1972 to 2013 before restarting in 2014. Welcome to the Tyrack Game of the Week. Visit Tyrack.com the way tire buying should be. We're also presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Good evening, everyone. I'm Ansel DiCarlo, coming to you live from a very cold Cedar Lake, Indiana. We're actually not in the press box. Bob Berger is not with me. But we've made the 90-plus minute drive from Michiana for this 3A regional final as 9-3 Marion takes on 11-1 Hanover Central. No video stream for us, so enjoy our radio broadcast here on 95.7 FM, RedeemerRadio.com, or on the Redeemer Radio app. As I mentioned, no Bob Berger with us, and because of the temperatures, the cold weather, so we decided to go with a little youth and bring in former Marion defensive end Mitchell Menting, now a freshman at Purdue. Mitch, uh, you played in this game as a junior and a senior. I bet you it felt a lot warmer. It was very cold for the regional game last year at Calumet, but it probably felt warmer when you're playing in the game versus sitting in the broadcast chair, doesn't it?
7: Yeah, it used to be a tough guy and go with no sleeves, but... <laughs> You're all bundled up. Yeah, I'm bundled up tonight.
1: <laughs> what uh what's going through the minds of the players right now?
7: Well, there's a lot of different emotions throughout this locker room tonight. You know, for guys like Bryce Osane, you know, sophomore's first ever regional game, you know, he's definitely probably got the nerves and a lot of pressure right on him. This is his biggest game of his career so far. And that's where you have to look to guys like the seniors, Caleb Lazagna, Atticus Horvath, Michael Murphy. You know, they're They've been here before playing this game three years in a row you know they need to bring that veteran leadership and just you know treat it as any other game
1: all right and while marion has been in this position before as you mentioned hanover central has not their first ever trip to regionals 11 wins the most in school history they get to play it on their home field and you got to imagine this is an extremely exciting night for the players for hanover central and this entire cedar lake community
7: Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, this is the biggest game of Bryce Saint's career. This is the biggest game in Hanover Central's entire program history. So it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. I'm looking forward to two great teams battling it out.
1: Mary, meanwhile, 9-3. and three. They've been riding the run game. Caleb Lusanga did not have a single 100-yard game in the first six games of the season. He's now had six straight. As you have followed this team, Mitch, this year from afar, how impressive have you been with the growth that the team has had?
7: It's been very impressive. You know, as you go on, you want to peak as you get. Oh, my bad, my bad. You, you want to bring pe- that mic a little closer <laughs> with this win. My first time. <laughs> you want to peak when you get into, you know, sectionals, regionals. And like Assetay said in his interview before, this is they're peaking right now. And then that starts with Caleb. I mean, this kid's a great runner. He's a hardest worker on that practice field every night. And when you got a great guy working his butt off day in, day out, that motivates everyone else to get working. That offensive line has really stepped up these last few weeks. And I expect it here tonight in this cold, rainy, whether you need a great run game so i'm expecting great things from them tonight
1: it's time now for our keys to the game brought to you by jr fox jewelers hanover central coach brian parker says hanover central's defense must stop the marion run game and limit the explosive plays offensively he wants to get ahead of the chains on first down and be successful on third down marion coach michael davidson says marion must match hanover's intensity from the get-go and not fall behind. He'd love to get some early points and put some doubt in their minds. And he says, Marion must win at the line of scrimmage. Those seasons of the game brought to you by J.R. Fox Jewelers. Two great locations, Grape Road in Mishawaka and Ireland Road in South Bend. When you hear what Coach D says there, Mitch, it, it makes a lot of sense because as we said, this is a program that's never been here before. You, you don't want them to believe that they can win here tonight. They have the confidence before the game, but if you can get a couple touchdowns early, you might be able to wash it away pretty quickly.
7: Yeah, that's exact. Every team, you know, you you always preach you on a hot start, but definitely in a game like tonight, you know, rainy, cold, it's hard, very easy to get down on yourself. You get behind really quick. So Marion definitely wants to go out there and, you know, as Coach G likes to say, you know, punch them in the face. So they just want to get out to a hot start. And Hanover Central, you know, first time ever in this game, you want to do the exact same thing. I mean, you put a touchdown up here quick, feel like you belong in this game, you know, it can – it's all about confidence in a game like these. Well,
1: these stands are absolutely packed here at Hanover Central. There's only one side of the bleachers, and then you got fans behind the, in the end zone. You, they try to put some visiting bleachers, sort of. Uh, no one's going over there, so <laughs> it's an all-interesting setup. It's all new here at Hanover Central. They've never hosted a regional here before. Their first-ever trip to this game, so congratulations to them. They are fired up here at Cedar Lake. Your officials here tonight are Tim Holmes, Stephen Green, Tim Mills, Jeff Holmes and William Morrison. This is the second all-time meeting between Marion and Hanover Central. Marion defeated a then undefeated Hanover Central team, 43 to six in the sectional semifinals back in 2016. Let's listen in here now as they honor veterans
9: and are currently serving in branches of our military. Your dedication and sacrifice to protect and serve our nation allows these student athletes, coaches, parents, and fans the opportunity to enjoy education-based athletics in an environment of freedom and patriotism. On behalf of the 407 member schools of the Indiana High School Athletic Association, we now ask that all veterans and active duty service personnel in attendance please rise and accept our sincere thanks and recognition for your service to our country. Thank you. And now, all fans, please stand and direct your attention to the flag in the east end zone. If you are behind the bleachers, please pause out of respect and salute our nation's colors with the playing of the National Anthem. Tonight playing the National Anthem is the Hanover Central Low Brass Ensemble.
1: Low brass ensemble.
9: When you have your uh, radio equipment underneath
1: the uh, underneath cover, it makes it more difficult to get uh, audio of the low brass ensemble. Just it, it was low for sure. <laughs> it was a little low. So uh, all right, uh, let's take a look at the starting lineups here for both teams. We'll start with Hanover Central who, man, they put up a lot of points so far this season. Their quarterback is Matt Koontz, a 6'1", 170-pound sophomore. He has thrown for 24 touchdowns and four interceptions, 1,824 yards. His running back is Kyle Hazley, a 5'11", 175-pound junior. He's rushed for 1,300 yards, 24 touchdowns, 110 yards per game. The cat? also known as the H-back to others, is Juan Herrera, a 5'10", 180-pound senior. The wide receivers are Eli Robinson, Tony Bartolomeo, and Gannon House. The offensive line from left to right, Ian Thompson, Aiden Padilla, Andrew Dunn, Devin Hunt, and Ryan Hittleman. And Mitch, when you look at that offensive line, or you look at this, Marian, or this Hanover Central team, when you have four returning offensive linemen, and a returning running back—that's a pretty good combination.
7: Yeah, chemistry is a big thing in the run game. So having all those guys return always always brings some trouble for Marion and this defensive front.
1: Bring that mic a little bit closer, Mitch. You you almost, yeah, because this wind's going to be fierce here all right, tonight. All right. All right. Let's look at the. Did my battery die on my light? This is going to be a fun, fun night. <laughs> let's look at the Marion. It looks like Marion's going to start on offense, so we will we will switch gears here and go to the Marion offense here in just a moment. We are getting ready for kickoff. The 3A Regional Championship between Hanover Central and Marion. Angel DiCarlo, Mitch Menting filling in for Bob Berger here this evening on a cold and dreary night. We're outdoors at... Hanover Central High School in Cedar Lake. Glad you can be inside, hopefully, well, either in your car or in your house, enjoying our broadcast on 95.7 or at RedeemerRadio.com or on the Redeemer Radio app. Marion will receive the opening kickoff. Greg Atkinson is back to receive for the Knights.
7: Very dangerous return, man, for Marion. And we are
1: underway in the 3A Regional Championship. A little bit of a squib kick and it's recovered and kneeled down by Marion, by Michael Prisgoda. And Marion will start first and 10 at their own 34 yard line. Let's look at the run, the starting lineup for the Marion offense. Bryce Lesane is the quarterback, 6'1", 163 pound sophomore. Caleb Busanga is the tailback, a 5'10", 174 pound senior. 1,225 yards rushing, six straight 100 yard games. Michael Murphy, the H back, the wide receivers, Brady Hoskins, Greg Atkinson, and Michael Brzegoda. Your offensive line from left to right Kyle Dennison, Isaac Watts, Atticus Horvath, Jack Brennan, and the freshman, Giovanni Garcia Della Torre. Marion comes out in their traditional spread with Lassane in shotgun and Lusanga to his left side. First snap, a little jet sweep to Greg Atkinson. Atkinson goes end around to the 35, cuts it 40, 50, knocked out of bounds as they pull on his jersey, and that's a first down brought to you by Office Interiors. And, Mitch, right out of the gate, we see the speed from Greg Atkinson paying off.
7: Yeah, that's a that's a great play for Marion that I like to call give Greg the ball and get out the way. <laughs> that They should, if Brett Badick had a great game plan, he'd run that multiple times tonight.
1: <laughs> Maybe every time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so first and 10 for Marion from the Hanover Central 48-yard line. want to also welcome in the Hanover Central fans that are tuning in here this evening. Here's the hand up to Caleb Lusanga. He's not a bad guy to get the ball to. He goes up to the 45-yard line, a gain of three yards. Here are the starting lineup for the Hanover Central defense. The safeties are Gannon Howes and Gunnar Howes, two brothers. The cornerbacks, Eddie Goff and Jacob Strominsky. The outside linebacker is Kyle Hazley. Colton Zablekis, Kyle Hoover, and Luca Zacheman. And the defensive line, Austin Fankley, Colin Foy, and Ryan Hildeman. Second and seven for Marion. Lusanga takes the handoff, goes right side, then cuts it in and pushes his way up to the 41. A gain of four yards and a third and three coming up here for Marion.
7: Big third down for Marion here. You want to convert this and keep your a strong starting offensive drive going.
1: 11 minutes to play here in the first quarter, just underway between Marion and Hanover Central in the 3A Regional Championship. Our rack Game of the Week, Angel DiCarlo, Mitchell Menting with you here from Cedar Lake, Indiana. Hour and 40 minutes from Michiana. Here's the handoff to Lusanga up the middle, pushes his way forward. That's going to be close to a first down. It's all going to depend on the spot here. I think he has it, but it really will depend on where they put this ball down.
7: If not cold, rainy night like this, probably four down territory for the Knights. He is a little short,
1: so it'll be fourth and one coming up for Marion at the <laughs> Hanover the Central 39, and you're absolutely right. This is four down territory here for the Knights. As we'll see what they try to do, I would assume maybe they just go with Lusanga one more time up the middle here.
7: Yeah, running behind Atticus Horvath, that's usually a pretty good plan. We've got to get a few yards.
1: Fourth and one for Marion. Lesane in shotgun, Lusanga to his right side. And now, you got a timeout here by Marion. Timeout so the Knights forced to call a timeout just two minutes into the contest.
7: And Dave, Davidson like, wanted the, yeah, go the ahead. play clock reset. He was asking for a reset, talking with the refs now.
1: So let's see, maybe they won't actually call the timeout because maybe they're just gonna say the play clock didn't reset, and thus I, I didn't I wasn't paying attention to the play clock at that moment. I don't know if you were, Mitch, to see. It did seem like it was running out of clock real quick I will say that
7: yeah well obviously as a coach you always want to pay attention to that. And Bryce is saying as a quarterback you always need to be conscious of that play clock especially fourth and one when you really can't afford to lose five yards all right so now
1: they're still talking this over coach Davidson is on the field chatting with the head official and let's see what happens here well Marion's coming over and it looks like they're just going to enforce the timeout on Marion Hanover Central meanwhile has stayed on the field so uh, I don't know what's good. Get- I-, I guess it's a timeout, but I don't know why Hanover Central <laughs> wouldn't come out to uh, get the timeout. All right. Now here comes Marion. Now yeah, they're going to say it's really a timeout. Uh, this is – they're still going to – for they-, they have forced the timeout, so two timeouts remaining for Marion. And Marion's back on the field now. It'll be a fourth and one, two minutes into our contest. Marion has the ball for – Fourth and one at the Hanover Central 39 yard line. Lissane in shotgun, Lusanga to his left side. Lusanga takes the handoff up the middle and good defensive hold. That's gonna be real close again and I don't know Mitch, they may have gotten that defensive stop.
7: Yeah, it was great plugging the gap by Hanover Central. And they did. That's not what you want if you're marrying and get these guys hyped like this at the very start of the game. And it will be, they'll be first and 10 Hanover Central.
1: Austin Fankley, Colin Foy, Ryan Hildeman, give them credit. That defensive line holding up—that's maybe something we didn't necessarily expect—is for for Hanover Central to be able to handle themselves in the trenches. That's an impressive start for the Wildcats.
7: Yeah, if you're Marion, that's definitely where you want to dominate. You want to dominate the trenches on both sides. When raining not like this, if you can't get the run game going, it's pretty hard to be successful.
1: So first and 10 for Hanover Central from their own 39-yard line. Matt Koontz is the quarterback. Kyle Hazley the running back. And now they'll give it off to the cat, Juan Herrera. And he is taken down rather quickly by Setefano Sete, who's wearing dual loss. numbers this evening. Right now wearing number 32. That's because he may see some action at H-back here tonight. And Sete uh, always outstanding for the Mary Knights. We heard from him pregame. And he gets a four-yard loss on the play. For Setefano Sette, that is tackle for loss number 18 on the season. It brings up second and 14 here for the Hanover Central Wildcats. 9.24 to play here in the first quarter in the 3A Regional Championship. Our Tyrac Game of the Week presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Man in motion is Herrera. Koontz takes the snap, hands the ball off to Hazley. Hazley up the middle, and he's not getting much there. It's going to bring up a third and long, so that's two great plays
7: there for Mary. Definitely a position you don't want to be in tonight if you're Hanover Central. Third and long is very hard to convert in this weather. Yeah
1: this weather is uh it's not it's definitely very cold it's misty uh like a sleet rain s- well you say sleet snow mix not really rain but maybe more a sleet slow mix as it gets just under uh 32 degrees here this evening and here on third and 12. Hanover Central looking to throw. Koontz has time, finds a man open over the middle. They complete the pass and get the first down to Gannon Howes. And he comes down around the 49-yard line, and that's a first down brought to you by Office Interiors, and he had all the time in the world there.
7: If you're Matt Koontz, you love that protection. If you can get that all night, they're going to be very successful. I mean, he's only thrown four interceptions all year. If you don't get pressure on him, he's going he's to deliver the ball into some tight spots.
1: First and 10 for Hanover Central from the Marion 49. Here's Hazley up the middle, takes the handoff, pushes his way forward. That time they do get some yardage, and he pushes his way up to the Marion 44, a gain of five yards, and are bring up a second and five. Gain of about five. 8-10 to play here in the first quarter. Spread offense here for Hanover Central. Trips to the right, one wide receiver to the left. Koontz shotgun, Hazley to his
7: right side. It's like Hanover Central will be going with that pre-snap offense the whole night. Hazley takes the handoff up the middle, pushes
1: his way forward, a little shy of the first down, but it's going to bring up a very manageable third and two here coming up for the Hanover Central Wildcats, making their first ever appearance in regionals. Did not have a football program from 1972 to 2013, started it back up in 2014, and now in regionals for the first time in school history.
7: Hanover Central subbed, subbed in their big units, took off two wide receivers, bring in two extra linemen, Try and just get try and just get the two yards, maybe nothing else. Oh,
1: Marion almost jumping off sides. Now a fumble oh. on the ball, and Koontz jumps on it. He loses yardage, but luckily for Hanover Central, it's not a turnover, and it'll bring up a fourth and probably about six. So that is still a big advantage here for Marion. In fact, Hanover Central will play the possession game they will send the punting unit out on the field so regardless of the fact of whether or not that was a turnover that was still a huge play
7: yeah with these these conditions might see a lot of that tonight ball on the ground it's wet hard to carry it'll be a very exciting game for if you're a defensive guy
1: Kyle Brower on to punt here for Hanover Central punt is up and it's right into that wind. It barely goes anywhere. And it, But it takes a massive Hanover Central bounce inside the 20 down to the 15. He got about a 15-yard roll there on that play. So it turns out and works out rather well. A 30-yard punt here for Hanover Central.
7: If you're Hanover Central, that's what, that's what you should be trying to do every punt. I mean, you do not want to give the ball to number one back there.
1: And it was actually Gunnar House, the one that was back to punt on that one. Yeah, you don't want to give, you don't want to let Greg Atkinson have an opportunity. Uh, so, Mitch, you mentioned this is uh, if you're a defensive guy, you are a defensive guy. Are these the type of games you enjoyed playing in? This is football
7: weather, baby. These are the best conditions to play in. Six
1: twenty-nine. If I could feel my toes right now, I would agree. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I'm not playing in it. It's not the best conditions to broadcast. <laughs> it might fair. be. It might be the best conditions to play. This is broadcasting
7: football weather. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: First and ten, Marion from their own 15-yard line. Lassane in shotgun. Second possession for the Knights. Lissane takes the snap, hands it off to Lusanga up the middle, pushes his way up to the 20, and a gain of five yards there for Marion.
7: Great cut there by but I mean, that play should have been dead at the line of scrimmage. He makes a great cut, gains five yards out of nothing. That's really what he's great at. I mean, your O-line gets you a few yards, and then Caleb's going to get you the rest.
1: 6:09 to play here in the first quarter. No score between Marion and Hanover Central in the 3A Regional Championship on a cold, miserable night. But as Mitch mentioned, for the guys on the field, it's great football weather. Second and five here for the Knights. Lesane in shotgun, takes the snap, looking to throw this time. Pumps right, throws left, Caden Kenton, Hauls it in, knocked out of bounds right at midfield. A gain of 31 yards for the Marion Knights, first
7: and 10 at midfield. That's a great confidence booster for Bryce. If he can get to slinging the ball, Marion will have great success. I mean, Hanover Central is really stacking the box. They're playing the run. If he can get them spread out, that will open up their whole offense. And
1: Caden Ketten battling a knee injury for the last, I don't know, four or five weeks, uh, really gutting it out for Marion. They thought at one point he was going to be lost for the season, but he's just been battling through this knee injury. Certainly not the player he was in the first couple of weeks of the season, but contributing nevertheless. Lusanga takes the handoff, and he is knocked down to the ground. Wow. Ryan Ryan Hildeman, 6'3", 285 pounds, makes a statement inside.
7: He He wasn't moving like he was that big. I mean, he's fast in that middle.
0: No
1: game. Big boy in there, and it brings up a second and 10. I'm actually surprised Lusanga was able to get back to the original line of scrimmage. 5 to play here in the first quarter. No score between Marion and Hanover Central. Second and ten for the Knights from the 50. Lusanga or excuse me, Atkinson on the jet sweep, now going right side, follows some blockers. He's at the 40, and he's knocked out of bounds around the 39-yard line, but that's enough for a first down. The jet sweep working out well here for Brett Badick and the Marion offense early on.
7: Yeah, I think that's a great plan for the offense, do these sweeps, get these passes going. The more you get Hanover Central spread out, the more you can just come back and hand the ball off to Caleb. 5.01 to play, and that
1: first down brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. First and ten for the Knights from the Hanover Central 39-yard line. Lassane in shotgun, takes the snap, back to pass, throws it left side, completes it to Atkinson, and Atkinson quickly tackled there around the 37-yard line. So a gain of only uh, two yards on the play, and I'll bring up a second and eight here for Mary.
7: Great play by Eddie Goff there to make that tackle.
1: Hanover Central has come to play here tonight. In the regionals for the first time in program history, and they're showing why they were eleven and one on the season. Lassane in shotgun has two wide receivers to the right, one to the left, Lusanga to his left side. Lusanga takes the handoff, goes right, and he runs right into a handover central defensive lineman, and he's taken down on the play. Is in
7: the Kyle Hasey there with a great edge play. Like I was saying, they want to get them spread out, but if they can keep those sweep plays contained and keep everything clogged in the middle, that's where they want them to go. So bring up a
1: third and ten now for Marion. So just when things look like they're working well, Hanover Central coming up with a big defensive stop on first and second down. Third and ten here for Marion from the Hanover Central 38-yard line. Lasane in shotgun, empty backfield, screen pass to Michael Murphy. is incomplete ball's loose. And they'll say it's incomplete, but that was forward a little pass. dangerous. Yeah. It was four pass, but with the wind, those can get a little, uh, you never know.
7: Yeah, always play those plays out. Offense, defense, get on that ball. So
1: Marion will punt. Alec Markley on to punt here. And Gunnar House is back for the Hanover Central Wildcats here. So both teams not looking to go for it much here early on. Marion did go forward on their first drive, electing not to here on the second drive. Markley to punt, takes his time, punt it right side. This one gonna go inside the twenty, gonna be marked down around the seventeen yard line, and that is where Hanover Central will start first and ten with no score, three forty remaining here in the first quarter.
7: How about Gunnar House? I mean starting safety, punts, and the punt returner. I mean that's I think that's about as close as you can get to just an athlete on the football field. Yeah, and his uh,
1: brother Gannon House has been a is another guy that does a lot. He he's starting on both sides of the ball himself on offense and defense. So, uh, the, the House brothers are doing a little bit of everything here this evening and leading Hanover Central to this fabulous season. All right. So, Hanover Central going to start first and 10 from their own 18-yard line. No score, 340 to play first quarter between Hanover Central and Marion. And Marion immediately in on the tackle on Hazley, and a big tackle for loss there by the Knights and it's going to bring up a second and 13.
7: Great play there by Drew Geiger. I mean, he chased those poles and got in the backfield and if you, you can get people out of their script, out of like, get behind the chains, you're going to have a very successful night as a defensive player.
1: Drew Geiger has had an outstanding career. If you're one of those people that follows us on Twitter and Facebook and you're wondering why have we never interviewed Drew Geiger that's because Drew Geiger is a shy kid he doesn't want to get interviewed he gets he gets a little almost frightened by the situation but he's not frightened about playing football he's a stud out there and here comes Coons throwing it and it's intercepted by Brady Hoskins Hoskins returns it to the 20 15 10 knocked out of bounds there and Hoskins the has set things Brady up Hawley. for the Marion Knights with a huge interception here in the first quarter for Brady Hoskins That is his second interception of the season. Huge play by the Marion defense.
7: Hoskins definitely that leader in the secondary. I mean, He was great last year, having an even better year this year. So to him to get that pick, definitely going to get the rest of the guys up on the Marion sideline up and ready to go.
1: It was so weird. Koontz like flipped around when he went to throw the ball. It was almost kind of like he was throwing it from the wrong arm.
7: It was bizarre. It was was Mahomes-esque. Yes. But Mahomes this year-esque. That's a good point. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't work out. It did not work out.
1: <laughs> Two fifty-three to play, first quarter. Marion going to have outstanding field possession. Doesn't get much better than starting first and goal at the ten-yard line. As Lassane is in shotgun with Lusanga in the back, trips to the right for the Marion Knights. One wide receiver to the left. Lusanga takes the handoff and he's going nowhere. He actually goes backwards and loses some steps. It, uh, he get, did he get tripped, or did he trip himself? Tripped
7: himself. I mean, it's a muddy field out there. You're going to see that. It's hard to make cuts in this type of weather. I mean, you're just playing in basically just dirt. It's it'd be a f- it'd be a compliment to call it grass.
1: And that is a six-yard loss. So second and goal now from the 16 for Hanover Central or for Marion, and that makes things difficult immediately. Especially when you consider the fact that kicking a field goal in this weather would be really hard. So. Marion needs to get closer. Here's Lassane look at a pass, throws the left side and it's incomplete as Kerr unable to haul it in. Gabe Kerr had an opportunity at it, but unable to haul it in, and a ring up third and goal from the 16.
7: I think he saw his defender fall down and was tasting a touchdown. I think he turned his head right before he ca- caught that ball. Always, that's what receivers coach will always say, you know, always catch that ball first, then you make your move. So 2:10 to play here then. Perry, and the last thing they wanna do is waste a fabulous
1: opportunity here. Third and goal now from the 16-yard line. Lassane in shotgun. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Lissanga to the left side. Play clock running low. Play clock at one, just gets it off. Lassane throws it over the middle, completes a pass, and into the end zone for the touchdown is Caleb song or Gabe Kerr, excuse me, and Marion has scored the first points of the evening on third and goal from the 16, a 16-yard touchdown
7: pass. Bryce Lassane to Gabe Kerr. There it is that time. He makes, sure to, he makes sure to catch it first, and Gabe Kerr gets in the end zone, makes up for that drop. Great play there by the Knights. Fake the handoff, looking like they're just going to try and get in some field goal range and get their three points. Great fake, great dot by Bryce right over the middle. That's a great start if you're Marion. You love to see that.
1: Absolutely. And tell you what, uh, what a way for Gabe Kerr to recover after that initial mistake on that previous play. And the kick is up and good. And that touchdown for the Marion Knights. Brought to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Get fresh eyes on your health care needs. Learn more at Tletcher.com. We'll take a quick timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio. Imagine a world with no poverty,
10: a world where everyone has food to eat, clothes to wear and is able to make rent each month. The St. Vincent de Paul Society is working towards that goal. We are committed to ending poverty by serving our community one neighbor at a time. We have seen the power one
9: person can have on those we serve. Join us in the fight against poverty. Visit
7: svdpsb.org or call 234-6000 for more information.
8: Elevate 150 Financial Checkups at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Here's how it works. Go online and schedule a 30-minute phone call. They'll guide you through your credit report to find ways to improve your financial health. Then they'll send $150 in your name to redeem a Radio. For information, visit com slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame, FCU.
7: Throw that with his left hand.
1: 2.04 left in the first quarter, and Marion has scored the first touchdown of the game. Bryce Lassane to Gabe Kerr, 16 yard touchdown pass. And Marion has jumped out to a 7 nothing lead. Angel DiCarlo, Mitch Molmenting back here with you. And Markley's kick goes out of bounds. So of bounds. good It'll field position here coming up for Hanover ball. Central. But that was a critical play by Lasane Taker for the touchdown on third and goal from the 16, Mitch.
7: Yeah, it was a great play and big confidence booster. I mean, two plays that just didn't go your way. Caleb trips in the backfield, loses six yards. Gabe has a drop when he had some open field. Very easy to get down on yourself, but being able to fight through that and deliver a great play for a touchdown, that that's going to boost the confidence up a lot for these Knights.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> if, you if you go if, if you go that, that possession. Kyle getting asked to report to the press box. <laughs> assistant Athletic Director for the Marion Knights. All right, um, so it'll be first and ten here for Hanover Central at the 35-yard line. The weather is coming down nicely on our... Papers, but we're making do here. Michi- oh, and now the scoreboard is out. Here's Koontz looking to throw. The lefty swinging. Koontz rolls out left side, has nobody open, then throws over his shoulder. The ball tipped around, and it's incomplete. Whew, that was dangerous. Almost nearly picked off as it ricocheted off a couple players.
7: The Hanover Central has been having great protection for Koontz. I mean, he, had, he five, had a lot of time. He had five, six seconds before he even had to roll out of the pocket. If you're married, you gotta get more pressure. I mean, eventually this guy is going to deliver a big play right on the money that will burn you. So second and ten
1: for Hanover Central from their own thirty-five yard line. Down seven, nothing. Here's the handoff up the middle. Not much on there at all. As good Stunned defensive by stop by Michael Fuller on the play, and he gets the big tackle.
7: Great play in the backfield by Fuller. I mean, sheds a sheds his polar just like he's taught to in practice and. Makes a great play on the running back.
1: Third and 10 now for Hanover Central with one thirty to play first quarter. Down 7-0 here in the 3A Regional Championship from Cedar Lake, Indiana. The Tyrac game of the week presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Koontz checks with the sideline here. Takes the snap. Pressure from Marion. Throws it downfield. Has a man open. A little bit too much on it. Intended target on the play was Eddie Goff but a little bit too much on it, but Goff was open downfield.
7: That was a nice spiral too by Koontz, just was, a little, it, little yeah. bit too far. It, it was a good throw. A great ball. But it just, it, it just a little bit too
1: much on it. It had to be perfect. He was open, but it wasn't like he was wide open. And now uh, they will punt the ball away, so Marion will get the ball back here.
7: Big stop by the Knights, coming off a turnover and then getting a three and out. Hopefully they will have a great offensive drive here and put some more points on the board.
1: Greg Atkinson hoping the ball will come his way here. We'll see if it does or not. They try to avoid it, and they go right side, and they will kick this ball out of bounds. They will avoid kicking that ball wisely to Greg Atkinson. Marion will start first and 10 at the Marion's own 37-yard line with 104 to play here in the first quarter. All parents and students who are interested in learning more about Marion High School are invited to attend Marion's annual open house, which will take place this Sunday, November 14th, from 1 to 4 p.m. Marion faculty, staff, students, and coaches will be happy to see you and answer any questions you may have about becoming a Marion Knight. We hope you will take some time to come see how Marion prepares students to learn with humility, serve with compassion, and lead with integrity. Visit MarionHS.org for more information and to sign up for a guided tour. God bless and go Knights. 104 to play, first quarter, Marion leading 7-0. First and 10 for the Knights from their own 37-yard line. Lusane pitches it right side to Lusanga. Lusanga going very east-west, no north-south, and he's going to lose about four yards on the play.
7: And Centro has done a great job tonight at containing the edge and not letting Marion get spread out and run all over the field.
1: Forty-five seconds left here in the first half, uh, first quarter. Excuse me. <laughs> Wish it was first half with how cold <laughs> it is out here. Second and 14 here for Marion. And now we're going to get a timeout.
9: Officials timeout. Officials
1: timeout. Looks like an equipment issue here for Lusanga. Maybe after he, the way he got tackled to the ground. Uh, shoulder Looks pads. Like yeah, shoulder pad was out. Michael Murphy and Bryce Lusane helping him out. Murphy came over to assist. Can't can't don't, trust the yeah, sophomore. Don't, don't don't let
7: your quarterback use anything with his hands. Just <laughs> keep him in keep him in his pocket.
1: Here's Lesage now. Takes the snap. He'll look to throw and he completes the pass to Atkinson. But Atkinson hit immediately to the ground. Not much of a gain on the play. He got back to the original line of scrimmage and bring up a third and ten. Gunner Howes made the Gunner S-
7: Howes with the stop. Yeah, great great play. hit there by Gunner Howes. Also a great catch by Greg to be able to take that hit and hold on to the ball.
4: Uh,
1: yeah
7: that will take us to the
1: second quarter here yep that's the end of the first quarter exciting first quarter A competitive first quarter very competitive and we are three quarters away from finding out who will go to semi-state at the end of one quarter of play marion leads hanover central 7-0 back with more from the tyrac game of the week right after this on redeemer radio 95.7. Seven nothing. Oh man, they're playing the Christmas music as they say, "Let it snow, let it snow." Uh, it feel. Uh, I don't know if I want to let it snow yet. But anyway, <laughs> we're getting he- head headed to the start of the second quarter. Marion leading Hanover Central seven nothing here in the three A regional championship. Mitch, your thoughts on the first quarter of play?
7: A uh, great competitive quarter. Uh, I think both teams are satisfied with how they did.
1: Here's the same back to pass. Throws it down field. And good coverage there by Hanover Central. This one's incomplete. He had to put a lot on it, but I'll, I'll tell you what, Henry Central is doing a great we'll job, co- hold or not holding, ball. but <laughs> containing Greg Atkinson in coverage. That time was House. Gannon House. He was he stayed with him.
7: It's very clear that they're they're very worried about him as as they should be. That's great defensive scheming, to always know where number one is on the field.
1: So Marion will punt now on fourth down. So a good defensive stop there and the defense really has been outstanding here for Hanover Central. Let's remember that uh, they started, here's the punt by Markley, he took his time on it, almost got it blocked, but it's a good punt and gets a nice Marion roll down
7: to the 23
1: yard line and that's where Hanover Central will start.
7: Got to be careful there if you're out, like when you do those rolled out punts, it's up to him when he finally wants to punt the ball, he wants to give his time, time for his guys to run down there to cover it. but. Cut, cut it pretty close there. I mean we're fingertips away from a block point So Hanover
1: central will start first and ten really really the defenses have both been outstanding here tonight So far offenses have been the ones that have not re- really been able to get going Marion's only point to the night was because they were set up first and goal at the ten yard line after an interception
7: It still lost a few yards before they could finally got in that end zone.
1: Yeah, 1142 to play second quarter seven nothing Marion here's the handoff up the middle for Hazley and Hazley gonna push his way up to maybe the 24-25 gets about a yard on the play and it's bring up second and nine so Hanover Centrals run game not able
7: to get going really here early on yeah great play by Murphy there diving into the backfield once he read the polls uh, that's great work for your linebackers obviously you want them to fly fast to the ball and clog that line of scrimmage.
1: Hazley with 1,300 yards rushing this season. And now a little option playing. Coontz gonna run it himself, has some space, 35-40, 45-50 yard line, tackled around the Marion 48 yard line, a gain of 28 yards and a first down for Matt
7: Coontz. You have to keep that in mind if you're Marion's defense. Matt Coontz, I mean, he's got 647 rushing yards on the season. I mean, this guy has legs. He's not just a pocket passer.
1: 13 rushing touchdowns as well and Koontz getting a big rush there and it's first and 10 brought to you by Office Interiors creating great places to work since 1982. Koontz handing it off to Hazley up the middle and he is drilled and taken down there
7: by Setefano Sette who gets another big tackle. Big play by Sette there in the defense after a big play coming back out delivering a hard hit right at the line of scrimmage hopefully trying to get some momentum back. 10.35
1: 10.35 to play here in the second quarter. 7 nothing, Marion leading Hanover Central. Eight seconds on the play clock. Koontz looks like he's limping a little bit after that rush. He did get hit pretty hard. Empty backfield now. And now here comes the flag for the delay of game. And they're gonna say Hanover Central called the timeout before the delay a game. So with 10-10 to play here in the second quarter, we got a timeout on the field. We'll take a 30 second timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio.
5: Every other baby born in this community now starts with Women's Care Center, but it always comes down to one. One woman at a time, one baby at a time, and one person like you who helps her choose life. You make this mission possible. Now more than ever, double down on what works. Double down on what is unconditionally loving, non judgmental, and life saving. Double down on love. Find out how at supportwomen'scarecenter.org. It is eight.
1: 04 p.m. This is 95.7 FM WRDI, Napanee, Michigan. You're listening to Marion at Hanover Central in the 3A Regional Championship Game, our rack Game of the Week, presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Angel DiCarlo, Mitchell Menting with you here from Cedar Lake, Indiana, outdoors this evening for our broadcast. So Mitch filling in for Coach Berger here, doing a great job so far. And it is expected Tonight has not been an offensive shootout, but it is expected to be one tomorrow night when Notre Dame travels to Virginia. Join us at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning on Redeemer Radio for Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays as we previews Endy's matchup with the Cavs. Former Irish offensive lineman Dan Santucci is our special guest. That's 9 a.m. tomorrow morning on Redeemer Radio. Coons throws it over the middle, completes the pass. Tony to Tony Bartolomeo, and they will gain about five yards in the play,
7: and it'll bring up a third and five. Great read there, Kuntz on the slant. But you know, if I if I'm a receiver and Kuntz is throwing me a slant going right towards number 32, Sete, I, I I might have a talk with them in the locker room at <laughs>
1: halftime. 9:40 to play, second quarter, third and five here, four. Hanover Central, Coons doesn't have time this time, flushed out and a flag comes out and then he's drilled and knocked down to the ground as was that Malik Dudley with Dudley. the sack. And we'll see what this flag's all about, but it, I would assume it would be on Hanover Central for a hold based on where it was at. And I would think Marion would decline this based on Dudley's sack. Well, let's see officially. They are asking the Marion sideline now. And I think coach D has signaled, yes, let's decline the penalty. Yeah, you definitely don't want to tell Dudley that his stat's taken away after a great (laughs) hit like that. (laughs) And they'll decline in or bring up a fourth and 12. And Hanover Central will send the punting unit out onto the field here with 9.32 to play. In the first half, Marion leading 7-0. And again for Hanover Central, the key is to continue to punt the ball away from Gag Atkinson. It just takes one mistake to accidentally kick it to him, and Atkinson can make you pay. Gunner Howes on to punt for the Wildcats. Straight up punt goes right side. It will go towards the sideline, and it rolls out of bounds, and again, they successfully keep it away from Atkinson, and Marion will start first and 10
7: at their own 39-yard line. Definitely a great plan. I mean, you kick that ball number one, and a blink an eye, you got 14 on the scoreboard. So definitely just want to keep up with what they're doing on the, with the special teams unit. Family owned and operated, Jr. Fox
1: Jewelers has deep roots at both St. Joseph and Marion High Schools with half the family going to one school and half to the other. The Fox family is known to have the friendliest, most knowledgeable salespeople and jewelers around. Two locations, Ireland Road in South Bend, Grape Road in Mishawaka, Jr. Fox Jewelers, it's a family tradition of quality. First and 10 from Marion from their own 29-yard line. Nine seventeen to play here in the second quarter. Knights lead, Hanover Central, 7-0. Lassane in shotgun. Man in motion is Atkinson. They fake the jet sweep to him, then give it off left side. And a wide open rush here for Marion. And bulldozing his way downfield. Oh my going the length of the field and still on his feet and knocked out of bounds. I'm not sure who that was. That was not Lusanga. Were you able to make out the number?
7: That's Caleb. That's number eight. He was moving so fast you couldn't read his number. I
1: couldn't read his number. I thought it was a double-digit number because he has so much on it. But Lusanga with a massive rush all the way downfield. Normally I'm pretty good about uh, recognizing Caleb, and I didn't think it was him on that play. But he gets a huge rush all the way down to the 10-yard line and first and goal here from... Marion's going to go no huddle,
7: trying to punch that ball into the end zone. Up
1: the middle, Lusanga into the end zone
7: touchdown. And Marion has jumped out to the 13-0 lead. Caleb with a I mean, run what a Marion. what a great run. That, that play should have been dead at four or five yards down the field. And Caleb, I mean, he makes a cut, splits two guys, runs another guy over. I mean, that's just what you expect from a great running back like Caleb Oxina
9: Alec Markley in for the PH.
7: 856 to play here, second
1: quarter. I don't know why I didn't realize it was Lusanga. Lucas
9: Granada will
1: hold. Lucas Granada is in the game holding, and now
7: flag comes out against Marion. False start against the Knights. In against- a night like this, you don't want to lose yards on any kicks. I mean, it's dif- difficult as it is with how cold it is to boot that ball in between the goal post. Yeah, you're right about that. So now
1: this moves him back five yards makes it a longer field goal or extra point attempt here kick is up and that one is good for Alec Markley and that last touchdown brought to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets get fresh eyes on your health care needs learn more at tletcher.com what a run by Caleb Lusanga and then he finishes it off with the three-yard touchdown
7: that might be the highlight of the night I mean that was a sports center top 10-esque play from Caleb I mean, he wasn't going down. I don't know why I didn't think it was him. <laughs> I'm so mad no, at myself. No one else is running like this on that field, that's, I'll tell you that's, that. That's
1: true. I don't, I, that's what I was trying to figure out. I'm like, who could this possibly be? I thought for a second it was Murphy, and then I'm like, no, it's not that number either, and I couldn't make out the number. Well, that's what happens sometimes. I knew I was going to make a mistake that it would annoy me tonight. I didn't think <laughs> it would be not recognizing the guy who I call more than anybody to have the ball in Caleb Lusanga. So this is a big possession coming up now for Hanover Central, Mitch, uh, to try to stay in this ball game down 14 nothing after that one.
7: Yeah, you definitely want to hold up the momentum that Marion just gained, and you just want to slow, meticulous drive down the field, put some pressure back on it, and you just want to still be in contention for this game at halftime. You don't want to let things slip away here. Mark Leon for the kick.
9: Alec Markley to kick off for the
1: Knights. And now whistles on the field as he does kick it in, a flag comes out. So
7: Marion going offsides. Oh, I can hear Davidson screaming from here. He did not like that offsides play.
1: <laughs> that is impressive when you can hear the coach from the other side of the field. He wanted to make sure everyone on the
7: field could uh, hear him for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by it though. I. I know what Coach D can do. It's it's impressive. So Marion
1: will get pushed back five yards. And they will kick it off again here. Again, 856 to play here in the first half. Marion now out to the 14 0 lead. Markley. They're still taking their time. To some, sus- sig-
7: some suspense to the kick.
1: Yeah, taking their time to let him kick off, and now Mark Lee going to kick it off from the 35. Kick comes down at the 10. Here comes Hanover Central on the return to the 20, 25. Breaks the tackle and then comes down around the 26. Tony
9: Bartolomeo
1: on the return. Tony Bartolomeo on the return. Good coverage there by Marion.
7: That's little Sete on the play, Pino. Making Big Brother proud. How many set days are there? Like 40? Oh, I mean, I can't count them. I don't count that high. <laughs> so, Hanover Central starting
1: first and 10 from their own 25-yard line here. 14 nothing Marion. In the second quarter, fake the handoff, look to throw, and Coots' throw a little high and away from the intended
7: target, Juan Herrera, and it's incomplete, and it'll bring up second and long. Usually, a throw Coots can make, you have to wonder if his leg or ankle's bothering him after that run. He seems a little gimpish out there.
1: It's a very good point, Mitch. And- Certainly hope he's okay because for Hanover Central's opportunity here to win this game, they're going to need a healthy Matt Koontz, their quarterback, and he's now going to tuck it. Looks like he is okay. He's running into 35-40. 45, pushed out of bounds around the 47, and a gain of 22 yards for Matt Koontz in a first down brought to you by Office Interiors. Pretty good run there. I think he's all right.
7: (laughs) It's like he heard me.
1: (laughs) He mustered up just enough. 8.38 8.38 to play here in the second quarter. Five, Marion leading 14-0. They'll say he knocked out of bounds at, at their own 47-yard line. So that's where Hanover Central will start this next down and distance. Kuntz will run it again, right side this time. Following the blockers, he's taken down around the Marion 46-yard line. Another good game there of six yards on the play and a ring up a manageable second and four.
7: Really like this game plan here uh getting Koots involved in the run game just the the more options you have the more the ways you can confuse the defense just the better off you'll be.
1: Second and three here officially for Koontz and Hanover Central. They will hand it off to Hazley and Hazley not able to get much on the play. So again the defense against the straight up run game has been fantastic as Drew Geiger gets the stop there. It's it's really only been when they give the ball to Hazley that they've had any sort of trouble as Marion in the defensive coverage.
7: Yeah, great play there again by Geiger. Second time we're saying his name tonight. That brings up a third and short. Hopefully Marion wants to get off the field here and see if Hanover Central is willing to make this forward on territory or not.
1: I think they almost have to. Third and two here though, coming up. Man in motion. They'll give it off to Hazley up the middle, and he is stuffed. Again, good defense by the Knights.
7: They might have lost a few yards. This might affect the decision here. Yeah.
1: Bring up a fourth and maybe three. I think they maybe lost a yard. Kyle Dennison in on there on the tackle. Dennison with a great story this year. I mean, poor kid was out for eight weeks. Broke off a part of his bone on the hip. Couldn't have surgery or anything to repair it. Just had to heal it. He's been back and been playing great football. Fourth and two for Hanover Central. They will go for it here. In shotgun is Koontz. He'll fake the handoff. He'll run it, and he falls to the ground, he dives. dives. I don't know if he got it. He might be a little short. It looked like he was tripped up because he. I think he was going to get that first down, and then he got tripped, and then, oh, well, that stop is definitely not going to get it. That's going to be Marion Ball. Well, now the referee is like, well, I don't know what they're looking at. That Clearly that spot was, yep, Marion, Marion gets the ball. Big defensive stop there. Did, Mitch, did it look like he, got, he tripped over his own feet maybe on that?
7: Looks also just trying to weave between all of these players. I mean, they had a lot of guys in motion and pulling very hard with the wet conditions of the field to try to maneuver through that. It's very tough to spot, too, with all those guys around him, and he's diving forward. You're not really sure when his knee hits the ground, but they spotted him short, and Marion's offense will take the field. So
1: Marion gonna have a first and ten from their own forty-four yard line here, and now an opportunity. I don't want to say to put this game away, but certainly uh, give Marion a lot, a big cushion here and an opportunity. They got a fire under that tent. Oh, look at that! They got a heater. Oh, now the ball's loose on the ground, and Lusaka oh ab- or Atkinson able to pick it up and make yardage out of it. He's going to lose some yards, but it could have been a loss of, like, 15. And Atkinson somehow makes it a loss of just one. What a play by Greg Atkinson.
7: Not only should have been a loss of 15, it should have been a loss of possession. I mean, Hanover Central had five defensive linemen around that ball, and the, Greg Atkinson able to pick it up and run with it is that's unbelievable.
1: I mean, maybe Greg should have probably just jumped on it. But in reality, the way Greg plays it might have actually been easier for him to try to pick it up than to try to dive on it. He's just not a guy that usually is diving on a ball, right? Second and 12 here. Lesane throws it over the middle. It's incomplete. A lot of contact in there, and a flag comes out. There was a lot of contact. I was wondering if we were going to get a flag, and I think we're going to get a pass interference here called against San Yeah, Rizzo. I think the
7: safety there got there a little bit early just before the ball got there. Pretty close call, but when, especially with those slants, very hard to time. You know, if you get there early and – Beat the guy to the ball, it's it's a tough call to make.
1: Andrean has jumped out to a fourteen nothing lead on LaVille end of the first quarter.
7: Yeah, if you're in the Hanover Central Crowd, you definitely don't like the call, but to me it looked like the correct call. I think he beat him there just by just by a second or so. So
1: fifteen yard penalty here, and one of the rare times where a pass interference you gain yardage. Because that wasn't a 15-yard pass downfield. And Marion will move the ball down to the Hanover Central 43-yard line. 15-yard penalty, of course, not a spot foul in college or high school. Atkinson in motion. They'll fake the handoff. They go back to Lasanga. This is the same play they ran earlier. Doesn't work as effectively, but Lasanga refusing to go down, pushes his way up to the 40, and then a late flag comes out. And we'll see what that flag is about.
7: I'm not sure what the signal was, but it is on Marion. And the fans here at Han-
1: Hanover Central voicing their opinions that it's about <laughs> time that a penalty was called against
7: Marion. I mean, Caleb, it's unbelievable how he's able to just keep his feet chopping. I mean, he's got calves the size of Great foods. I mean, it's impossible to bring him down. I mean, you need four or five guys to the pile to even have a thought about bringing him to the, I'm not really the sure ground. what
1: the call was it was a it was helping the runner but I didn't think anyone was around him I thought it was all Caleb or I I don't really know so, what it was first and 12 two yards for Marion yeah pitch back to Lasanga balls on the ground and the ball's loose and Hanover Central may have recovered it's still loose and I think Hanover Central has gotten it and this would be a huge break here for Hanover Central. They haven't yet to signal. No, it looks like Lusanga somehow came up with that football. That ball, was,
7: that ball was loose, and I, ball I swear I saw it in the hands of uh, number 18, Eddie Goff, but Kale somehow managed to rip that ball away, I guess, while it was still loose. Big, big-time play by Kale there to keep possession.
1: Yeah, that ball had swung around, and it looked like it was bouncing around for a while, and I thought for sure Hanover Central had to jump on it, but Lusanga somehow fighting through and getting that ball. So it brings up a second and 12 here. Lassane in shotgun, takes the snap, looking to throw. Throws it over the middle, incomplete. And they timed that one out correctly to hit Atkinson just as he caught it, and it wasn't in pass interference called this time.
7: Great play there by Gannon Howes. Like you said, got there right on time as soon as that ball touched Greg. I mean, he blew him up and made it as a pass deflection. So that's a great play there. Now it's third and long for the Knights. Let's see if they can convert here.
1: Third and 12 for Marion with 540 to play in the second quarter. They're at the Hanover Central 46-yard line. Hanover Central nearly jumping off sides. They don't call it.
7: I think he expected it to be called. He stared down the road after he jumped.
1: Atkinson, jet sweep, and now... I didn't see a flag come out, I just saw the start. false start. I didn't even see the flag, I saw them blow the whistle. Maybe the referee just didn't wanna get his get his flag wet and cold and he just blew his whistle and then
7: Maybe the hands are a little cold had had trouble grabbing it in this weather.
1: Yeah, I will officially say they literally blew the whistle. They did not actually physically throw a flag that time. I, I was looking to see if it was randomly somewhere that I couldn't see it. They literally just blew the whistle and said, no, I'm going to keep the I'm going to keep the flag weather, in my weather body. Weather
7: affects everybody out here tonight, yeah. broadcasters, rafts, players.
1: Third and 17 now for Marion from their own 49 as they're going backwards. And now another whistle on the field, and we're going to get an equipment check here. And Atticus Horvath. Is going to have to come out of the game.
7: That's not what you want to see. If I would here. think he's you're like, going to call a timeout, he's right? He's a leader on that senior line. Something must be wrong with this helmet. I would. Oh man, they're going to put in somebody else at at center here. That's fifty-three Cam Bortone coming in at center. He's a sophomore. I, make, I'm make sure his helmet's all right. I'm actually surprised you don't just burn a timeout
1: here and make sure Atticus is fine and then get him back in there. But I don't know officially if the rule is if you would still have to sit out a play or not. I guess I, I, I don't know for sure. He seems third right and, on the sideline. Yeah, third and 17, Lassane throwing the ball downfield. It was a good snap, and Ooh. Hoskins can't make the catch. Good coverage, double-team coverage on the play, and that's going to go incomplete, and it's going to bring up fourth down, and Marion will punt it away.
7: Great job there by Cam Bortone, though, coming in, giving a great snap, and then he picks up a blitzer on the and pass covers. protection, so... This guy just ripped off his jacket right when his numbers called and comes in and performs. You love to see that in these conditions. Yeah. That's <laughs> not easy. They say next man in, but you know it's not a. That's a lot easier. It's when hard it's, to provide.
1: Well, it's always a lot easier to be the next man in when it's seventy-two in, <laughs> in week three.
7: Yeah, it, it takes the, a lot of convincing to rip that jacket oh, right. off the sideline.
1: <laughs> Five. It's not so much that it's convincing. It's just that <laughs> you're freezing. All right. Here's the pump by Markley. Straight on punt returned here by Hanover Central. And Pino gonna try to get the tackle still on his feet of the Wildcats and they get it down to about the 28-yard line by Howes and Hanover Central hoping to get some points in this drive here down 14-0.
7: They will have the ball to start the second half. About five minutes left in the second quarter. You definitely want to get on the board here if you're Hanover Central. You don't want to go into halftime in the locker room with a goose egg on the scoreboard. Well, and if you get a score, you're going to have momentum.
1: Uh, odds are there's not going to be much time left. So probably if you get a score here, you, you're it's 14-7, and then you have the ball to start the third quarter. That's a huge momentum swing. So this is a big drive here for the Wildcats. Down 14 nothing here in the 3A Regional Championship. Koontz fakes the handoff, and now it looks like he's going to try to run the ball. He's at the 30 he went a lot of east-west thinking about throwing the ball and then didn't get much yardage on the actual rush in the end. Yeah. Not as much as I thought he was going to
7: get. He still ended up getting four yards on the play. Michael Murphy got a little excited there. Had a free free rush to the quarterback, and he slipped in some, <laughs> slipped in some mud. Luckily, Sete was able to gain ground quickly on him. He's moving quick out there tonight.
1: It's always helpful when you uh, have final Sete to back you up. Yeah, if, if oh, Michael is. Murphy. Here's Koontz now going to roll out right side. The lefty throws the pass, completes it for the first down and more. And Hanover Central going to push their way across the 45 to about the 46. Pass complete to Gannon Howes Gannon with the catch. 4.48 to play here in the first half. First and 10, Hanover Central from the Hanover Central 46-yard
7: line. Down 14-0. Great ball there by Koontz rolling out to the right. Still able to deliver a dot with his, throwing with his left arm. 4.40
1: to play here in the first half. Hazley no, Koontz fakes the handoff, fooled everybody, and he's got the first down and more. He's at the 40, 35, knocked out of bounds by Brady Hoskins at, or by Brisgoda at the 30. One yard line, a gain of 24, 25 yards on the play for Matt Koontz and a first down brought to you by Office Interiors.
7: I feel, I have a feeling that the halftime adjustments for this Marionite defense will be definitely reading these polls by Koontz a lot better, whether that's just sitting and making them hand the ball off every time or getting more guys to contain him. This is, their big plays have all been that and now they will go up the middle with a rush and now they have some space
1: Hazley finally breaks one and it gets it into the 20 to about the 18 a gain a 14 and another first down here for Hanover Central and that's what they needed someone other than Koontz to be able to get a big rush
7: yeah great rush there read all of his blocks and able to keep moving those chains for Hanover Central
1: 420 to play first half Hanover Central in the red zone for the first time here tonight first and 10 from the 18 it's hazley up the middle and luckily for marion they able to get a hand on him and knock him to the ground around the 14 a gain of four yards on the play
7: you have to wonder if this marion knight defense has some fatigue a lot of guys going both ways for this defense almost the whole linebacker core does they, they look a little tired out there on the field right now second and seven
1: officially they're going to say a three-yard gain hazley again no cooch face it and then. It was blocked, and then did Koontz catch the ball? I'm not sure if he delivered the did ball. He pump throw, fake. Did he ever throw? Did he? Did he just pump fake right it? Okay, and then it was Murphy with the sack. I, I thought he saw actually the, released. Saw, it saw, the, sa- saw the sack
7: coming. Probably a great decision there by Coons just to eat the sack try to throw the ball when Mike Murphy's right there up on you might you know in these conditions could lose the ball very easily
1: so a loss of two yards on the play you're right it ends up not being that big of a loss by just eating it and Murphy gets the sack third and 12 now from the 20. Koontz back to pass has pressure Sente gets an arm on him Koontz escapes and throws it away and they will bring up a fourth down and 12 from the 20. And what do you do here? I guess you got to go for
7: it. You're at the 20-yard line. Yeah, very, very rough position on the 20-yard line. Fourth and 12. Can't really kick in these conditions. I think you, you just got to keep your offense out there and, you know, get some great protection and deliver a deep ball here. You only—they've only gained four.
1: They've only attempted four field goals all year. So, 37-yard field goal imagine would be out of the range for Kyle Brower. 4th and 12 from the 20. Throws it over the middle. This one's incomplete. Marion will take over on downs, and then a late flag comes out. Oh,
5: oh that, that you, is a
1: tough penalty against Marion because you thought you had the possession stopped, and then the flag comes out at the last
7: second. You can't have that if you're Marion. Those types of plays, those those are the stuff that, that loses games, those 4th and 12 and just giving them the first down Pass based off penalties. Pass
1: interference is the official call, and... It'll be an automatic first down for Hanover Central with three oh eight to play here in the first half. They're gonna be on the doorstep here, looking uh their first points of the night, down fourteen nothing in the three A regional championship game.
9: I stand corrected. I don't think I ever realized. I
1: never knew that. It is not an automatic first down. It just usually is because you usually because 15 get fifteen. Yards. Y- fifteen yards, but since they're inside the twenty, it's half the distance to the goal and is not an automatic first down. Makes no sense to me why that wouldn't be an automatic first down. But that's that's the rule. That's the rule, (laughs) and that's a break for Marion, because that means instead of it being first down, it's going to be fourth and two here for Hanover Central. And they will call a timeout with three oh eight to play here in the first half to talk things over on what will be a fourth and two coming up for Hanover Central. We'd like to thank Tyrac for being the title sponsor for High School Football on Redeemer Radio and sponsoring our internship program with us. Uh, No interns with us here tonight. That's because we're in that transition phase between our football and basketball class. All our Football interns from Marion were girls' basketball players, so they've been a little busy lately, and they had a big matchup last night with number one-ranked Washington. Marion falling by 12 points in what was an outstanding girls' basketball game to tip off our basketball season. And the Marion girls will be back in action next Thursday in the Holy War on the hardwood. We'll have that game for you here on Redeemer Radio. Uh, Our first basketball class starts up on Monday. More tires, great prices. Visit Tire Rack com. Mitch, I think you would have always been a perfect candidate for our program, except for you were playing yeah, both seasons. I was
7: usually a little busy. Otherwise, who knows? I might have might have made my made time to come out.
1: But I know, I, I'm sure you appreciated the fact that your classmates were were out there giving your teams uh, the coverage.
7: Yeah, it's a, it's a great opportunity for all those looking to be involved with it. And to have your friends, you know, coming to your practices and interviewing you—it's just—it's a lot of fun, and it's a great experience for the athletes and for the people part of the internship. All
1: right, fourth and two here for Hanover Central from the ten-yard line. Handoff for Hazley—he's going to get the first down. Pushes his way up to the six. That wasn't the play I would have thought they would have ran, and maybe that's why it worked because a handoff to Hazley has not worked out in. Hanover Central's
7: favor much this evening he's coming up a little gimpish after that tackle he's staying on the on the field just trying to fight through it you know he wants it just as bad as anyone else on the field to punch this ball into the end zone
1: so first and goal for Hanover Central from the Marion six yard line 2.53 to play here's Hazley gets the handoff again fights his way up to about the four and a half and now bring up a second and goal from inside the five for Hanover Central, two thirty-five remaining here in the first half. Marion leading fourteen nothing in the three A regional championship.
7: Koontz comes over to the sideline to get the play. He's going to walk back out there, help to deliver a great play and get this ball in the end zone. Two twenty left on first and second goal, excuse me. And now
1: Hainsley takes the handoff and he is swept up and thrown to the ground by Stefano Sete.
7: Great, and that's a tackle for loss. Great play in the backfield there by Sete. Oh, now, about six yards loss. from the end zone. You know, this is four down territory, definitely, uh, for Hanover Central. So you got to wonder whether they run it here, try and get half, or they step back and pass and are looking for the end zone.
1: Third and goal from the five. Kuntz pulls it, will run. He stops and then dives into the, or stretches into the end zone. They're going to say he's down at the one. But how he broke the initial hit and tackle is unbelievable. And then he's just kind of stopped in place and avoided it. It was almost like he allowed the Marion player to fall. And then he yeah. able to stretch it down to about the one-yard line.
7: Yeah, they're going to say his knee hit the ground because he also fumbled on the play. And Marion is Marion saying it's their ball, but they called his knee down. I didn't even realize contact. they fumbled.
1: All right, fourth and goal at the one. And they're going to try to go for it immediately under center. State, ball on the, the ground. Ball on the ground. And either way, it's
7: Marion Ball because it was fourth down. Huge What a stop break. by Marion. Huge play. Hanover trying to get quick there and catch the Marion defense while they're out of position. In conditions like these, it's hard to move quick here. That ball can pop out at any second. And we saw it right there, ball on the ground. Marion gets a stop and is on their own one-yard line now with a minute left to play. Ah,
1: this is a tough break for Hanover Central, and that's a massive momentum switch swing there because you know like we said you score there it's 14-7 you're getting the ball and instead Marion now they got to be careful here Mm -hmm. they're at their own one yard line and as we said holding onto the football is difficult right here so got to be careful here and make sure you get out and got to make sure you don't they usually line up in shotgun got to make sure you don't slip yeah
7: in the end zone you know game playing here definitely You gotta get Caleb this ball. You know, it's it's pretty hard to bring Caleb down in that backfield, so you gotta trust him to get back to that line of scrimmage at the very least. Lusane
1: in shotgun, Lusanga to his left side. It'll be Lusanga on the handoff, and woohoo, he barely gets out of the end zone there. And it'll ring up a second down here. See if Hanover Central, I'm surprised Hanover Central's not calling a timeout here. I'd try to force Marion to run as many plays out of their
7: end zone as possible here. Definitely when it's second and inches from the opposite goal line. (laughs) Yeah. Well, second and 10 from the (laughs) three-inch
1: line, maybe. Lissane in shotgun, Lusanga to his right side. 45 seconds remaining in the first half. I'd be very surprised here if Marion doesn't run this play clock all the way down. I would think they would try to. Five seconds on the play clock. Lusanga takes the handoff, gets it out of the end zone to about the two. 30 seconds left. Let's see if Hanover Central calls a timeout. I think they have one left
7: looks like they're just going to eat it and take it uh yeah i guess th- they're going
1: to let them go they're going to let them run out the clock and go to the half a defensive battle in the cold we will see us at halftime 14 nothing marion leading over hanover central in the 3a regional championship game We'll take a timeout. We'll be back for with some scores from around the area and a review of uh, the keys to the game and our thoughts on the first half and the second half action. At the half, Marion leading Hanover Central 14-0. Back after this on Redeemer Radio
11: 95.7. Join Bishop Kevin Rhodes, Bishop of Fort Wayne, South Bend, Wednesdays at noon for a new episode of Truth in Charity. Each week, he has a conversation with host Kyle Hyman about scripture, the lives of the saints, and issues affecting Catholics today. Then he answers questions submitted by listeners. Submit yours by going to RedeemerRadio.com slash AskBishop. Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes is brought to you in part by Notre
10: Dame Federal Credit Union. Marion High School has prepared me for a successful future in my educational and faithful journey. I'm Megan McCormick, class of 2022. At Marion, I'm already getting college credits, all while enjoying the social aspect with my peers and being involved in two sports, student council and spirit night. I love everything at Marion, but especially spirit night. It's full of art, dance, sports, and school spirit. The Marion family accepts everyone and really lets you show who you are. For more about the school, visit MarionHS.org. Go Knights.
3: Driving like a kid again, or just need to get the regular grime and salt buildup off? The Waterworks Car Wash at South Bend can help. Regular washes help prevent rust and keeps your car looking at its best. Get 50% off a wash with an oil change at Tom's Car Care Center at the same location, 3201 Sugar Maple Lane off of Bendix. Visit us online at tomscarcarecenter.com. Drive like a kid again at the Waterworks Car Wash.
5: What's the difference between Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and a bank? Well, banks are owned by investors looking to make a profit. Notre Dame FCU is different. We are a not-for-profit, member-owned cooperative. Our mission is to help our members improve their lives with products, services, and education. If we end up with too much money ourselves, we simply give it back to our members. Last year, over a million dollars. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.
1: It's still November, but the Marion Girls basketball team has another monster game as they go on the road to archrival St. Joe Thursday in our Redeemer Radio Spotlight Game. Join us for the Holy War on the Hardwood, where just about anything can happen. You can listen to the game on Redeemer Radio or watch it on facebook.com slash 957sports. Marion St. Joe Girls basketball, the Holy War on the Hardwood. Coverage begins around 7.30 p.m. Thursday night on 957sports.
11: Take a moment to draw closer to God while asking for an increase in trust with Bishop Kevin Rhodes and a prayer against depression written by St. Ignatius Loyola.
8: O Christ Jesus, when all is darkness and we feel our weakness and helplessness, give us the sense of your presence, your love, and your strength. Help us to have perfect trust in your protecting love and strengthening power so that nothing may frighten or worry us. For living close to you, we shall see your hand, your purpose, your will through all things. Amen.
1: This is Leonard DiLorenzo, host of Church Life Today, a production of the McGrath Institute for Church Life at the University of Notre Dame. On Church Life Today, we talk with pastoral leaders and
9: scholars about some of the most important theological, social, and ministerial issues in the church, digging deeper than sound bites or hot takes. If that sounds good to you, join us on
1: Mondays during the noon hour right here on Redeemer Radio, or pick up episodes wherever you get your podcasts, or directly at Spokestreet.com slash Church Life. Welcome back here on Redeemer Radio. Angel DiCarlo and Mitch Menting with you here from Hanover Central High School. We're at halftime, and Marion leads 14-0 in our Tire Rack Game of the Week, brought to you by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You get a brief brain freeze every once in a while in these 30-degree temperatures. We're outside here at Hanover Central High School. Uh, It's been a cold
7: defensive battle here, Mitch. Your thoughts on the first half? Uh, I'm loving the effort by both teams. I mean, definitely in this cold weather, not you're marrying, you gotta drive hour 45 minutes just to get here. The adrenaline and emotion you can see on both sidelines has just been great and leads to great football. And the defense on both sides has been stellar. Uh, The ball's been on the ground a lot, which you know I always love as a defensive guy myself. But, I'm excited to see the second half What adjustments take place and how both teams can adjust to each other's strategies and will Marion pull away or will Hanover Central make a quick comeback and we'll have ourselves a really good ball game here.
1: Well, I mean, that play, at th- that last possession at the end of the first half, just absolutely massive that a goal line stand for the Marion defense. If they don't get that, if Hanover Central punches it in, it's 14-7 right now and Hanover Central would have the ball to start the third quarter, instead it's 14 nothing. That's, that's a massive difference.
7: Yeah, that 14 point difference, that's huge, especially for both sides of the ball. If you're marrying, you're running into that sideline, you're pumped and jacked up because you just got a goal line stop. It's one of the, right after turnovers and defensive touchdowns, that's one of the best things and you can do as a group, as a defense.
1: All right, couple scores for you so far here tonight. Northridge leading Mississinawa, fourteen or twelve to nothing at halftime. It is Andrean, twenty-one, LaVille, nothing at halftime. Meriville leading Penn, thirty-three to nothing at halftime. That one not unexpected. Meriville is just Maryville team is, is amazing,
7: is fantastic, and they're showing it uh, here tonight. At the had the pleasure of meeting a few of their guys down at the North South game this last summer and. They're, they're really good. They're really good. So they're, the fact they're even better this year is very impressive. Yeah, that's a very good point because the guys you met aren't on the team anymore, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> and they're still getting better. And then, of course, our game right now is 14 nothing Marion leading Hanover Central here in the at the halftime in the 3A Regional Championship game. If Marion wins here tonight, they will host semi-state no matter what next Friday night against either Brebuff or uh, Norwell. We'll have to try to track down to see if we can get a score on that game. If Hanover Central were to come back and win, they would host Norwell or be on the road at Brieff. So that's the scenarios here in play between these two teams, depending on who were to win here tonight. So really, whoever wins this game determines who is the host next week in the in the matchup. So we are at halftime here. 14 to nothing is the score marion leading trying to see if i can get an update on that game right now and of course i cannot all the updates i'm seeing are a little dated on that norwell one so not getting that right now all right well we will track down uh, an update on on that game coming up as well like to let you know that let's try to get a halftime read in here this no is where the the cold uh, plays a factor here, Mitch.
7: No matter uh, who comes out of this game and the game on the other side of Rebuff and Norwell, that'll be a great game between two great teams. Uh, all four of these teams have had such great seasons and they are all great football teams. And I'm very very excited to watch whatever takes place uh, this second half and next week.
1: All right, our first, at, our first down sponsor for high school football is Office Interiors, Michiana's leading provider of Herman Miller Office Furniture and Creston Audiovisual Equipment, as well as flooring and commercial interior design services, creating great places to work since 1982. Office Interiors is a proud supporter of Catholic high school football on Redeemer Radio. And raise money for your local for your favorite Catholic school with an Elevate debit or credit card from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Go to NotreDameFCU.com slash Elevate and you can get Diane Freebie's contact information and learn more about the Elevate program from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You're a share of values, why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame F C U. All right, let's look at the uh, keys to the game. Brought to you by JR Fox Jewelers, and see how the teams are doing. Hanover Central coach Brian Parker said Hanover Central's defense must stop the Marion run game and limit the explosive plays. For the most part, they had. But except for the
7: one explosive run by Caleb, yeah,
1: and that was a huge, very play. big play. And and I think that has been the difference really here in, in this game because um, Hanover Central's defense has been fantastic outside of that. Remember, the the first score for Marion was set up by an interception that started them first and goal at the ten yard line. That wasn't on the Hanover on Hanover Central's defense. So I think Hanover Central. Look, if you can, o- if you can, if you can only give up one play a half, that's pretty good. But unfortunately for them, it's the offensive side that's not really been
7: getting, getting much. Yeah, their defense has been. Stellar, specifically at uh, containing Greg Atkinson. I mean, he, he's had a few sweet plays to start the game, but since then they've really corralled their defense around him and shutting him down is a big part in shutting down the Marion offense. It's hard for them to find new ways to create big plays and create momentum without getting the ball in one's hands.
1: Offensively, Hanover Central said they wanted to get ahead of the chains on first down and be successful on third down. That has not really happened here tonight.
7: Yeah, the Marion defense has been great at doing the exact opposite, getting them behind the chains. and behind the chains in this weather I mean 12 yards can feel like 20 or 30 yards I mean it's hard to sling the sling the rock in this weather coach
1: Davidson said Mary must uh, match Hanover Central's intensity from the get-go and not fall behind well they're ahead 14 nothing so they certainly do done that he'd love to get some early points and put doubts in their mind I'm not sure Hanover Central has had the doubts they've they've hung in there the whole way
7: yeah they seem really fired up and excited to be here I mean you definitely would not be able to tell if you're outsider looking in that this is their first ever regional game they look like
1: they belong here tonight and Hanover, Cent- or uh, Davidson said that Marion must also win at the line of scrimmage. Well, no better evidence of doing just that than the fact that they got a goal line stand.
7: Yeah, outside of the the keepers by Coons on some great read option plays, they are stuffing that line of scrimmage. I mean, trying to run in between the tackles for uh, Hanover Central tonight is nearly impossible. So if they're going to try and adjust and contain those outside plays, they're. I can see Hanover Central struggling with that. All right, we are at halftime here
1: between Marion and Hanover Central. It's fourteen nothing at the half here between Marion and Hanover Central. We will take a timeout. Be back with third quarter action. You're listening to the Tire Rack Game of the Week presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Back with second half action right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7.
9: Halloween seems to kick off my season of larger grocery bills as I shop for trick-or-treat candy. Then for our Thanksgiving feast, winter comfort food, and during Advent, all the baking and preparing for Christmas. So if you're like me and get your groceries at Kroger, taking less than five minutes to enroll in the Kroger Community Rewards Program means that what you need to spend anyway on groceries will now also support the mission of Redeemer Radio, which provides spiritual nourishment throughout the year. So today, simply sign into your Kroger account online, click on Community Rewards, and search for Redeemer Radio. That's it. Then, when you scan your Kroger shopping card or enter your alternate ID, all transactions will go toward Redeemer Radio at no added cost to you. You shop, Kroger gives, and souls are
3: changed. That's what I call a win-win. Hi, I'm Ellie Dixon, class of 2022 at St. Joseph High School. St. Joe's encouraging and supportive atmosphere has helped shape me into the resourceful student I am today. Through the support I received as I experienced family turmoil my sophomore year, I was able to bounce back and continue to excel in my studies and development as a person. Now I feel more than prepared to attend college next fall and enter into adulthood. That's why you should choose St. Joe too. Learn more at stjohigh.com.
1: After three straight home wins, the Irish hit the road for what should be an offensive shootout at Virginia. Join us Saturday at 9 a.m. for Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays on Redeemer Radio. We'll break down the matchup, look at where the Irish stand at 8-1 and and give our grade reports position by position. Join Kevin Downey and me, DiCarlo, this Saturday at 9 a.m. on Notre Dame FCU's Irish Sports Saturdays on Redeemer Radio.
5: Hi, this is Kellen, and Brian, from From St.
3: Joseph Joseph High School,
5: and Nevaeh, and Hannah, from From Marion High School.
3: Tire Rack plays a major role in supporting the Redeemer Radio Sports Internship Program,
5: which allows high school
7: students like us to take part in broadcasting. The program is fun and a great learning experience,
5: and we earn class credit too.
4: Support us
5: by supporting Tire
3: Rack, the way tire buying should be. Thank Thank you, Tire Tire Rack.
4: Rack!
1: Welcome back here on Redeemer Radio. Angel DiCarlo, Mitch Menting with you here from Hanover Central High School as Marion leads Hanover Central 14-0 at the half on a cold and miserable and getting even colder night here in Cedar Lake, Indiana. Uh, Mitch and I are both outdoors this evening. That's why Mitch is filling in for Coach Berger. We gave Coach Berger the night off uh, and – I'm sure he's listening back at home, and, Coach, you made a great decision yeah, staying warm, home. warm and cozy. Because uh, Mitch and I each cannot feel our toes. We were just talking <laughs> about that uh, during during the last commercial break. I uh, want to let you know that the St. Vincent Paul Society, food society food is providing food and deliveries and to those in need. To see out if out you're or in or the delivery or area, or call, call 574 234 6,000 phone lines are open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. Mitch, uh, you were able to find an update on the uh, Norwell rebuff game.
7: Yeah, rebuffs up 38-3 to 3 right now, uh, about nine minutes left in the third quarter. So it looks like the winner of this game will be either hosting rebuff or heading down to rebuff and playing a great game for semi-state
1: all right so that will be marion would be hosting rebuff if marion wins if hanover central rallies to win this one they would go on the road to rebuff marion has played rebuff in semi-state at marion before that was back in what would that have been 2017? The 2017 2017 in 2017 and uh that was a wild game because that one had Lightning and weather delays galore. That was your freshman year, Mitch. That was
7: a, uh, that wasn't, that was a wild and weird night. It was, it was much colder than this. Let's just say that. I mean, that playing conditions were awful. You know how the Marion field gets, especially around, you know November, October. Around then, very muddy, very hard to play in. I think it was nineteen nothing, and there were like a special teams touchdown for score offenses couldn't get anything going that night along with a two-hour rain delay
1: and and i think that game even though brebuff was making the long trip i still think that game was a seven o'clock kickoff and i was i was still at wndu at the time and eli gain our our weekend sports anchor eli had to go live from marion for the game because it didn't end officially until like ten fifty-five. it was crazy um and and marion unfortunately fell in that game and I know that was a game that John Brock always says, man, I think if the conditions were different and everything was different, we might have, we, we could have had that one. And, and that's been, uh, as you know, Mitch, you you were in semi-state the last two years. Two years ago, certainly, uh, you know, you, you guys were no match against Chittard Last year, you guys were right there on the doorstep and thought you guys were going to have it. Can you put into words how hungry this program is to get to Lucas Oil Stadium?
7: Yeah, I mean, just continuously flirting with it and getting closer and closer as years go on, and I know a lot. A lot of the players will tell you how bad they want it, but I promise you, there's no one, no one on that field right now that wants it more than Michael Davidson himself. I mean, he he works his butt off every single day trying to make this program the best it can be, and this guy, this guy puts his all into the program, and he he wants to celebrate at Lucas Oil Stadium. Probably more than any of those players do. So we'll see where if this postseason run continues to go. And they have—they—they're just starting to peak. They're playing their best football as of right now. And I know they—they they all are so hungry to finally make that trip down to Indy over Thanksgiving break.
1: Marion has won three state championships, but those were back in the 70s—73, 75, and 76. In the modern era, they haven't had the opportunity to get down there seven regional championships for the program and over the last decade they've won a lot of those regional titles but they just have not been able to get down to lucas oil and they'd love for this to be the team especially considering no one would have guessed this would have been the team because you your senior class was so strong for for marion last year between you on defense maddox begonia on offense i I think everyone thought this would be a very good solid team for marion but maybe not one that was going to be one of the very best.
7: Yeah, I, I've been extremely impressed by how all these guys have stepped up. I mean, every single one of these current seniors has become a better leader and a better player than really anyone could have ever imagined. So good on them. You know, with all that outside noise they hear to tune it all out and to still continue to be as great of a program as ever, I mean, great on these guys. Well, now they got...
1: Four, they got 24 minutes to complete the task here tonight in regionals, up 14 nothing on Hanover Central here as we're getting set for the start of the third quarter. Hanover Central will receive the ball to start the third. Marion kicking going left to right. This one probably has a decent shot of going into the end zone on the kickoff because of the way the wind is swirling. It is definitely going left to right here with the wind.
7: Going to need Kane and Ken to hold the football so it doesn't tip over on the tee. That's how windy it is here tonight. This feels like a a big possession for both teams to start out the second half. I mean, momentum, just neutral right now, can swing either way quick here, just based off this possession. Alec Markley will
1: kick off, and we're underway in the third quarter. A good kick here by Markley. This one will go into the end zone, and it'll be a touchback and... Hanover Central start first and ten at the twenty, but you just see the way the ball's mo- the way the wind's going. You you think that's at your advantage to say the least. Great, all right, great call by you, Tony Romo esque. Yeah. Um, all right, if you're Hanover Central, Mitch, here to start this second half, what do you want to try to accomplish here uh, on this first set of four plays to try to get that first down and and get a, ultimately a touchdown in this drive?
7: Well, obviously you don't want to just abandon running the ball and pounding the rock. I mean, you're not just gonna give up on that 14-0 with the whole second half to play. So you're gonna make your reads and hopefully do whatever it can to just keep these chains moving.
1: Matt Koontz in shotgun, he will look to throw and he completes the pass, but not much of a gain after the catch as Gannon Howes made the grab and it gains about two yards on the play and it's gonna
7: bring up a second and eight. Of course, as I say that, they come out here looking to pass right away. Well. That's why I'm not on the sideline. <laughs> hey,
1: you're a pretty darn good player. I'm pretty sure you'd make a pretty good coach if you decided uh, that, that that is what you wanted to do one day. Second and eight here for Hanover Central. Juan Herrera, the H-back goes in motion. Now the handoff up the middle is Hazley and not much on that play, and it'll bring up a third and six here.
7: Big play here, Hanover Central flirting with a three and out to start off the second half. You definitely don't want that, so this is a... Big play on both sides, hoping to gain a few yards here.
1: Guess who? Setefano set they in on the tackle for the Marion Knights on third on second down, setting up this third and six. Eleven minutes to play here in the third quarter. Koontz back to pass, has time, throws it over the middle, completes the pass for the first down and more, and up to the forty-two yard line is Gannon Howes, the 5'9", 170-pound junior, entered the game with 35 catches for 941 yards and 16 touchdowns, a three-year starter, and gets a big catch there, and first and 10 here for Hanover Central from the from their own 41-yard line. Up the middle, Coons you know, fakes the handoff, will run it himself, and somehow pushes his way forward to about the 49 and a gain of seven yards on the play.
7: This is exactly what you want to do if you're Handover Central. You want to get this defense moving left to right, whether it's passing the ball, you're running up the middle, you're keeping it, pulling it, and sweeping it. Just you want to shoot, unleash the whole playbook here. Here's a handoff to Hazley up the
1: middle, goes left side, excuse me, he swung to the ground by Sete. He's shy of the first down,
7: or bring up a third and two here from midfield. If I'm Kyle Hazley, when I mean, he's having a great game, he's running that ball super hard tonight, but when I go to bed tonight, no matter the result, I, I might be having some nightmares about Setafano Sete. I mean, he's been he's been hitting them hard all night, and Hazley just keeps getting up time after time again.
1: Brings up a, oh, that's a late call. They're going to say it's first down. The chain gang didn't believe it. They never moved, and they're going to say it's a first and 10, and they're going to put the play clock back up to 25. I believe that's the right call. I think he got, just got there by forward progress for Sete slinging them back. So 10 minutes left here in the third quarter. Officially a first down here for Hanover Central from the 49 of Marion. Coons back to pass, looking to throw. Hauls oh. it downfield. Atkinson is up and nearly Ooh. gets the interception. And a rare, I don't want to say drop because it was in traffic, but a rare chance for... Usually if the ball hits Greg Atkins' hands, he's catching it. And, yeah, and that one
7: he just couldn't haul in. And usually if it catches it touches his hands, he's catching it, he's taking it for six. I mean he's had five picks this year, three have gone back for six. I mean you just you know, I'm not a quarterback. I'm not Matt Koontz, but I might look I might look the other side of the field where number one isn't.
1: Well there's a reason why he is nowhere near the leader in tackles. <laughs> because most people don't throw his way.
7: Here's a... As they go again, throwing his way. And they do complete Ooh, the pass in Br- a nice... Great way to drag him forward. What a great run
1: there. Great work indeed Eddie by Eddie Goff. Eddie Goff, who dragged Atkinson forward, or by, and Prasgota Pris- ultimately with the tackle, and it's going to bring up a third and six here for Hanover Central from the Marion 44. 920 to play third quarter, Marion leading 14 nothing. Very nearly jumping off sides as Murphy
7: Try uh, he's trying to time that snap count perfectly and get in that backfield. You definitely don't want Koontz with a lot of time delivering that ball.
1: Kuntz, long pull, gives it off to Hazley up the middle. Hazley across the 30, and he's taken down right at the 30, a 14-yard gain, that was a long pull draw, and Hazley able to get all the way for 14 yards.
7: That's what happens when you have a great runner like Kuntz who can pull that ball and keep it. You're gonna open things up and when he holds that mesh for so long, you start getting nervous whether he's gonna pull that ball or hand it off, and you're gonna create holes like that.
1: 8.50 to play here in the third quarter. Hanover Central on the move. 14-0 Marion, first and 10 for Hanover Central from the Marion, 30-yard line. Koontz keeps it himself this time, finds some space, knocked down around the 25, a gain of five yards on the play. They went back to that option, and he kept it himself that time.
7: If you're Marion here, I'm not sure if you make the adjustment where you just sit on the quarterback here and trust your other D lineman to make a play and linebackers at the line of scrimmage. Koontz will pull that ball every time, and the linebackers are troubled to keep up with his speed. 8-10
1: 8-10 to play here in the third quarter now. 14-0 Marion. Shotgun. Coons going to take it himself. And this time Marion reads it properly. And Caleb Song or Uh-oh. Gabe Kerr Uh-oh. pushes Kuntz out of bounds. That's and then flag. they're going to call a flag on Kerr. I assume we're going to get a late hit called here against Kerr. Personal foul That's penalty exactly against Marion. That's a tough one.
7: Because with the I- guy. Could have inserted himself. He was out of bounds. Probably don't have to give that extra push to the ground here if you're Marion. The
1: problem is with a guy like Koontz, you're like, you want to be sure you've got yeah, him. Yeah, you
7: definitely want to make sure he's down because he, he can slip out of your hands so fast. That's what Well, he did that earlier where
1: he at the five-yard line where he kind of almost stopped dead in his tracks and was able to advance. Yeah, that's, that's
7: definitely th- a tough spot for defenders, especially with quarterbacks, like knowing where that well, sideline is and is making sure throw. either you bring First the guy down before the sideline or once he's at the sideline, you just got to push him out.
1: Well, that... Big penalty makes it first and ten for Hanover Central from the Marion 12-yard line. Now Marion leading 14-0. 8:03 to play here in the third quarter. Koontz in shotgun has Hazley to his right. Hazley gets the handoff up the middle inside the ten to about the nine. A gain of three. It's been a been a gain
7: of of adjustments here at the line uh, for both sides. It, Hanover Central getting to the line, seeing what they're lined up in, then they call their play, and then you see Mike Davidson changing the defensive call after that. I mean, they're just constantly making adjustments to each other. You can see the great coaching on both sides. Second and seven from the nine for Hanover
1: Central. It's Hazley again. No, I'm sorry. It's up the middle, and it is a touchdown for Matt Koontz. I wasn't the only one fooled. He fooled Marion as he went right up the middle and kept it a himself. a people tonight Matt with Coons that pull.
10: Run.
1: Great run there. Nine yards for Matt Koontz. And Hanover Central has its first points of the night. And that touchdown brought to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Get fresh eyes on your health care needs. Learn more at tletcher.com.
7: If I had to guess, that's probably all the defense talked about in the at halftime. So you know Mike Davidson and his defensive Defensive side of the ball are not going to be happy with the results of that drive. Kuntz just pulling it time and time again and making great reads the whole drive and eventually leads to the touchdown.
1: Now this is a big extra point attempt, and a flag comes out. The extra point is no good, but
7: it might be an offsides here on Marion. It was called after the snap. That
1: would be a big penalty considering the
7: fact that he missed it
1: false start against Hanover centrally it's declined so that's a big miss on the extra point because that makes it a difference yeah it's 14 to 6 Seven thirty-one to play here in the third quarter we'll take quick time out be back right after this on Redeemer radio Tom's car care center in South Bend is about a lot more than oil changes and car washes parishioners at Corpus Christi Church Tom's car care center is family owned and operated and has served our community since 1988 and we thank them for proudly supporting Redeemer radio So stop in for an oil change, grab a sandwich or coffee while you wait, and drive off with a car wash to have your car looking new again. Tom's Car Care Center, the Coffee Spot Cafe, and the Waterworks Car Wash, located at
6: 3201 Sugar Maple Court in South Bend.
1: Hanover Central starts the third quarter with a big touchdown drive, and they pulled within 14 to six here against Marion in our Tyrak game of the week. 7.31 to play in the third quarter. That was massive in terms of the momentum, Mitch.
7: Yeah, that's a big miss, though, by Brouwer. As we saw it before the first half ended, even when you're on the goal line or the two-yard line, nothing's guaranteed. So that's a. we'll see if that eight-point difference compared to a seven-point difference can lead to some big things here later in the game.
1: Hanover Central getting ready to punt the ball away. I want to continue to avoid... Greg Atkinson, they'll squib it. It'll come down, and it's fumbled oh. by Marion. And luckily, they're able to jump on it. That was getting real dangerous real quick. And talk about a momentum switch. That would have been even that would have been even more massive. But luckily, Prisgodo was able to get on that ball.
7: I'll tell you now, those those guys on the front, they're not taught to pick that ball up and try and make a move. You know, the, you squib kick it, and you're in the middle rows. Just just on that football. Take that field position. Be happy with it.
1: All right, so a big drive here now for Marion because Hanover Central is starting to take uh, some momentum away. The, the offense is moving the ball for Hanover Central. Two drives, they've moved the ball downfield. They didn't score at the end of the last half, but they were certainly
7: moving it, and now Marion's got to try to get the think, control back here. I think I figured out what uh, what issue Atticus Horvath had equipment-wise where he had to come out in the first half. His entire front of his jersey is ripped. His whole belly is out. Oh, wow. And you know what? If you're a defender and you see that belly trying to, Come up to you, you know. You got to be intimidated.
1: <laughs> here's Lusang up the middle, bulldozing his way up to about the 43-yard line. A nice first down Horvath, you're uh, he, <laughs> almost like. I mean, here's the thing. You would say maybe get him another jersey, but it's Atticus Horvath. There's <laughs> probably not that many jerseys out there that are gonna fit him.
7: You know what, I bet he's a big crop top guy. I know him personally, so I'm, I'm sure he requested to keep it. I bet he likes it on him.
1: <laughs> Here's Lusanga up the middle. Now bounces out left side. Still on his feet, pushing his way forward, nearing that first down marker. We'll see if they give him the first down. I think they got it.
7: That run by Caleb, just shedding tackles, just keeping those feet pumping. I mean, this kid knows this could... He knows exactly where the chains are each and every single down, no matter where he's at on the field, and he's always shooting to get that first down for his team. I
1: mean, he was going to be a solid four yards shy of the first down, and then he still fights his way to get the first down. Yeah, if you're Hanover central, you just got to keep fighting to the ball. You got to get everyone on that defense to tackle him. Now here's the rush for Marion, and about five yards on that carry. As Caleb gets... They're just going to run it with Caleb here, and it's going to keep on working here. Why, why turn away? But I wouldn't be surprised if we get a little a little trickery to Atkinson coming up. Sette playing a little H-back now for Marion. Getting that extra blocker in there. He played a lot of, started on the offensive line for the better half of the first half of the season. Here's Lusanga again up the middle. Breaks a tackle and gets it across the 40-yard line, and a first down brought to you by Office Interiors. Gain of eight yards on the play.
7: Great drive here going by Marion. I mean, the blocking has been great, and Kale's been great. And they're getting they're not just getting blocks from the O-line. Of course, they're doing great, but also getting them from, yeah, from Seté and from the receivers to come in and just get an extra block that helps you get a few extra yards. That's big for the run game.
1: Six minutes to play here in the third quarter. Lusanga going right side. Gets tripped up. Gain of maybe two yards on the play. Going to bring up a second and eight.
7: Tough thing with being a consistent run team and running the ball is you have to be that. You have to be consistent. You have to be that three yards every play type of team. And, you know, one trip up like that, you only get one or two yards or get tackled in the backfield. That can really mess up your whole scheme and schedule you have going. Brings up a second and eight. 5.25 to play
1: here in the third quarter. Michael Murphy gets the handoff, goes left side. Tries to cut it back upfield, but... Didn't get too much yardage on the play. Maybe an, maybe a gain of one or two more yards is going to bring up a third and six. Gain of two brings up third
9: and six.
7: This would be a big third down conversion here for Bryce and just getting his confidence back up. He had a good throw earlier in the first half to Kane Ken. Hopefully, he's looking to have another great throw here and get this first down.
1: Four fifty left here in the. Third quarter, third and six here from Marion from the Hanover Central. Thirty-seven Knights lead the Wildcats fourteen to six. Lassane in shotgun takes the snap. Will look to throw over the middle, completes it to Brady Hoskins for the first down, and he's tackled around the twenty-five yard line. Gain of twelve yards and a first down. Brought to you by Office Interiors. Huge conversion for Bryce Lassane to Brady Hoskins. Yeah,
7: that's a great ball across the middle to. Brady. I mean, he's been a he's been great on both sides of the ball this year. Has a pick earlier in this game. Now he gets a great reception. To keep these chains moving and keep the momentum on Marion's side. That's a big play for Marion.
1: 14 6. Marion looking to extend that lead back out. Four twenty to play in the third quarter. Lassane and Shotgun first and 10 for the Knights from the Hanover Central 25. Lusanga trips as he takes the handoff, and he will likely lose a yard on that play as a result. It'll bring up a second and 11.
7: Yeah, hard to run those misdirection plays like Marion loves to run. You know, have everyone going to the left, bring pullers back to the right, and bring it back over there. To make that cut, to go back to the right side, that's hard. in these these muddy conditions, as you saw there, Caleb just tries to make that cut, slips and falls.
1: You know, if you look at this field, like the whole field, it doesn't look that bad. But then if you start staring, you see a lot of Brown actually out there. Here's Lusanga now in the rush, up the middle, across the 25 to about the 24. Not much there, maybe two or three yards is going to bring up a third and long. Colin Another, third and nine officially.
7: Yeah, another third and long here, but I would guess that this would be four-down territory for the Marion Knights, so don't be surprised here if they're not taking a deep shot trying to get that first down. Might just trying to get four or five yards, set themselves up for a manageable fourth down. Lasane in shotgun.
1: Takes the snap. Loses the ball. It's on the ground, and he jumps on it. That's And it's going to bring a fourth down from the 29. That
7: That'll be the opposite of what you want here for the Marion Knights, fourth and you know 15 12, 13 14 yards and it's a tough make,
1: spot because now you're at the 29 and it's big, fourth and 13 big decision
7: here for Michael Davidson but,
1: but what do you even decide to do what are you going to do punt you can't kick the great,
7: great thing is I'm not on the sideline I do not have to make the decision I'm just going to they're going to they're going to bring out the punt unit <laughs>
1: from the 29 I mean I just don't know what you're going to get here I mean unless this is a praying, tie- praying you know what you know what they've they, Markley, Markley is back for the punt four. Atkinson is lined up as the punter. This would have been one of those times that might have been a good idea. Now he straight-up punt, and this one's going to get marked down. Great Did he catch fall? there by Brady. Oh, they're going to say he fell into the end zone. Wow. It, he slipped over. He caught the ball, and then they're going to say he fell into the end zone and got a foot down in the end zone. So instead of it being marked down at the one-yard line, they're going to say it's going to – Oh, wait, no. But
7: now they're marking at the no, one. No, they
1: are marking in at the one.
7: It's h- hard for us to see. We oh, got now he's the not. Then now they change their minds again. Hmm. That's unusual. Yeah, interesting call here. But still, even if his foot slipped in, it's hard for us to see. That's a great play there by Brady Hoskins yep. to run down all the way to the two-yard line and turn around and catch a punt. Catching punts, are n- <laughs> it's not easy. These guys make it look easy. I don't know how. It is, n- it is not an easy thing to do. Well, and tell you what,
1: instead of it being a first and ten at your own one-yard line, Hanover Central catches a break, and they'll start first and ten from their own 20. They scored the touchdown on the last drive, 228 to play here in the third quarter, looking to get another touchdown, a two-point conversion, and tie this game up, and a flag comes out before we even get our playoff on this possession, and it's a false start against Hanover Central. That's not the way you want to start this next possession, a legal shift, and it's going to bring first and fifteen. So push them back five yards, and they're back up to the 15.
7: So, yeah, definitely don't want any plays like that, especially when you're trying to stay ahead of the chains like they talked in the keys of the game. Silly penalties like illegal shifts and false starts, and that push you back five yards. You just you don't want that if you're hand over central.
1: Kuntz in shotgun will rush it himself. Left side, and Marion's all over this one. Set day, and trying to see who was helping him out on that. Was it
7: Kirk? Uh, looked like uh, four, number four, Brian Bolton, came up from the Bolting. secondary to uh, assist with the tackle. That's what, that's what you need there in those, op- those uh, read option plays by Hanover Central through the Marion Knights defense. Take away the dive, have everyone else flowing back over to get to uh, Koontz when he's trying to keep the ball. By the way, the wind is definitely still significant. We can hear it through our mics,
1: <laughs> and we can see it with our papers flying. Coons completes the pass, a short one, back to the original line of scrimmage, and... It is going to bring up a third and 10.
7: It was a second and 16 after that w- previous penalty and loss. I am very impressed tonight by the four turning starters and the new new linemen they have this year and the pass protection they've had. I mean, Kuntz has had all day to deliver this football, and unless the Knights bring pressure, they just really can't get anything in the backfield.
1: Kuntz going to th- look to throw here on third and 10. This one is intercepted by Brady Hoskins. Hoskins to the 30, 25, he's down to the 23, and Brady what a Hoskins. What play by
7: Brady Hoskins. <laughs> that is a great read. He went from covering the flat to the leaked out receiver to reading Koontz's eyes, doing a full 360 and with an overhead catch. I mean, that's just an unbelievable play from number three Brady Hoskins.
1: Look, Mitch, the, fir- the one in the first half was right at him. <laughs> that one he had to make a play,
7: and he made an incredible play. That was a very athletic play. This is – I will give a formal apology. I gave Brady Hoskins a lot of crap last year because he dropped a lot of picks. I mean, he was a <laughs> he was per- a defensive back with he was, the hands he had. He was pretty good and for he,
1: you in that Mishawaka I mean, game in week one, though.
7: Yeah, at a receiver. But <laughs> you put him on defense, all of a sudden he forgets how to catch it. But that's not the case that this whole season. I mean, he's really – come out he's been a ball hawk in that secondary well it's first and
1: ten for marion from the hanover central 24 Lassane gives it off to lusanga and he's going to rush it up to about the 20 it's a little early but uh that player of the game brought to you by saint joseph grade school brady hoskins is uh smelling pretty good for it right yeah, now big if,
7: stop a couple if, of big receptions
1: that's if marion were to hold on of yes. course
7: if right right i have to say that right now he's at the top of the ladder oh. yep Lusanga's certainly
1: in the mix, too, with the way he's run the ball. But I I think Hoskins, two interceptions, pretty darn good.
7: Yeah, big momentum plays from both of them tonight. 40 seconds
1: left here in the third quarter. Lusanga going to run east-west. Now finds a hole, cuts it up to about the 15th, then takes it down to the 13. And I think that's enough for the first down. We'll see ultimately where they mark it. But I think he just got enough for that first down.
7: Chains aren't moving yet.
1: Oh, I think the tr- they marked it. There they go. Yeah, there they go. And that will be a first down brought to you by Office Interiors for the Marion Knights with 30 seconds left here in the third quarter. Marion will have to run one more play here in the third quarter. Ball spotted at the 13-yard line. First and 10 for Marion. Lassane in shotgun. Hands it off to Lasanga. Lasanga cuts it up to the 10. Across the 10 to about the 8-yard line. And that's the final play of the third quarter. We head to the fourth quarter in the 3A Regional Championship. Marion, 14, Hanover Central, 6. Marion on the doorstep looking to score again. We've got a great ball game. You're listening right now. There's no reason to go away. Come back for the fourth quarter right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7.
4: Hi, this is Tony Katansry from Katansry Financial Services. My father and mother, Joe and Mary Katansry, lived their lives based on love of God, family, and country. Those values and life priorities can unite our country under God if we do our best to keep the Ten Commandments and treat others as we would like to be treated. If you have any questions about this message or would like help planning your financial future, contact me at Tony at KatansryFinancial.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc.,
1: member SIPC.
5: You can improve your financial health and help out Redeemer Radio thanks to Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Schedule and complete a 30-minute financial checkup with Notre Dame FCU, and they will send $150 in your name to Redeemer Radio. For more information, visit NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.
1: A little sweet Caroline playing. Good music selection here from the <laughs> Hanover Central press box. Trying to keep people entertained and warm as we head to the fourth quarter with Marion leading 14-6 to over Hanover Central in the 3A regional championship game, second and three for the Knights from the Hanover Central six-yard line to start the fourth quarter. And Lusanga takes the handoff. And he's going a lot of east-west uh, flag comes out. He's tackled at the 15, and I imagine this flag is going to be a holding penalty. A see, a
7: if I was Hanover Central, this is definitely you're definitely not taking that penalty. I mean, he took a seven-yard loss anyway. You definitely take the loss of down here.
6: Holding.
7: And it will be holding against Marion.
1: Yeah, I would think you'd decline this, and but I mean, this is probably four down territory for Marion. That's the problem. It's a tough decision. They are yeah, gonna they are gonna decline. decline it. You're right because of the. The loss of down, but or the loss of down and the yardage. Yes, so it makes it third down and well they got it they lost even more than I realized. It's gonna be third and twelve now from the fifteen yard line.
7: Sir, each time I look at case Horvath has less and less of his jersey still intact. It's <laughs> it's quite impressive, honestly.
1: Eleven forty-five left in the game. Third and twelve for Marion from the Hanover Central 15, 14-6. Knights up by eight. Atkinson goes in motion, he gets the jet sweep and a flag comes out, false start against Marion.
7: Can't have these mistakes if you're Marion. I mean, you were looking at second and four, hoping to punch the ball into the end zone. I mean, big loss by Caleb and then a false start by your own line. Just silly mistakes that you really can't have if you're Michael Davidson in the Knights.
1: Brabuff getting the victory in the other 3A regional over Norwell, 38 to nine. So Brabuff will take on either Marion or Hanover Central next Friday in the 3A semi-state. If Marion hangs on to win, that game will be at Marion. If Hanover Central comes back to win, that game will be at Brabuff. This will be marked down officially, now backed up to the 20-yard line. So that makes it a third and 17 for Marion at the 20. Lesane. Takes the snap, Atkinson in motion. Fakes the jet sweep, looking to throw into the Got end zone. Him. Touchdown, Marion. And it's guess who? Brady Hoskins. The interception sets up the touchdown pass. Oh, okay. 20-yard touchdown, Lassane to Hoskins. What a night
7: here for the senior, Brady Hoskins. I mean, that's a great ball by Bryce Lassane I mean, put it, put it on the money to Brady running that post route right to the back of the end zone. I love that case. Play call by Brett Badick and the Knights. Okay, everybody moving in one direction with Greg going in motion. Delivered it right over the top over Brady. I mean, great play and now a two-possession game for the Knights.
1: Wow. And that touchdown brought to you by Tony Letcher of Healthmark. Get fresh eyes on your health care needs. Learn more at tletcher.com. Markley's point after attempt is up. It is good. And Marion has jumped out to a 21-6 lead here after a huge touchdown and a big turn of events here. You know, if you're a handover central, Mitch, you felt like you had the stop and then Marion just hits that big touchdown.
7: Yeah, and you can tell Brady Hoskins is really feeling himself. He knows he's having a great game, has that great touch, touchdown catch, runs into the student section, you know, he gives that ball a little spin. So, you know, he's having fun out there. You know, in the NFL, probably a talking call, but well, you're nothing out here tonight.
1: Our uh, old broadcast part, or our I shouldn't say old broadcast partner. Our our broadcast partner, John Brock, who's overseas in London, had one of those penalties. He sat down on the couch at Bremen. Mm-hmm. What what year was that for you?
7: That would be 2018, my sophomore year. Yeah, you
1: remember that one? He got the penalty for you know, that one.
7: You know, when you when you have a great kicker like Hunter Renner back then, you know you can you can lose a few yards for that PAT. You can you can make him earn his money's worth.
1: Alright, so that's a big, big touchdown, and Marion has gone back up twenty one to six. It's getting a little more misty out there. Markley on to kick off. Markley's kick into the win this time oh you can just see that ball die <laughs> and this one's gonna roll and get stopped at the one did it go out of bounds
7: yeah it oh, just went out, bad, out of bounds what a lucky break by Hanover central ball. because <laughs> if it
1: stopped on. a little bit more they would have been pinned back
7: stopping on that one or going into the end zone but it rolls out right at the one just barely the tip of the football might have just barely touched the sideline right there All right, uh, what do you got to do here for Hanover Central to get yourself back in this game down two possessions? Well, you want to be quick, but you don't want to be rushed. I mean, two-possession game, 11 minutes left, that's a lot of ball games still left to play. But, you know, you don't want to chew a bunch of clock here and take eight minutes off the clock and rely on your defense to get a three-and-out. So hopefully you want to move the ball quick here, put the ball in Matt Coon's hand. He's been successful all night with it. So just make great reads and push this ball down the field.
1: So first and 10 from the 35 for Hanover Central. Coon's back to pass. No one open downfield, has time. Th- slings it and this one is caught. What a catch there by Hanover Central Tony Bartolomeo with a fabulous catch on the sideline have a getting a foot down in the
7: backfield there. And they're going to call it oh, illegal, 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 man
1: illegal man downfield. Field. Oh, that's a tough
7: break for Hanover Central. That
1: was a fabulous play.
7: Yeah, great pocket awareness there by Koontz. I mean, he avoids the rushers, goes out to the right side, so not even his his down way to throw, and just delivers a dot on the sideline where only his receiver could get it.
1: You know, I've been watching Koontz, and I finally figured it out. Uh, You know, I know he's a lefty, but it's actually more so he throws sidearm.
7: Yeah, it's a. it's got like a little three-quarter throw. I'm not completely sure if he plays baseball or not, but (laughs) I I would assume he has to.
1: Pitcher on the baseball team, perhaps. Probably. They, they've had a. They actually have a very good baseball program. I don't know if he does. I did not end up looking that one up, but they've they've had traditionally a very good baseball program. So it's first and fifteen for Hanover Central at their own thirty instead of first and ten at the Marion forty. Big difference there. Here's Coons back to pass. We'll throw it downfield. a little short. Atkinson intercepts the ball. Did he come up with it? Oh no, he oh, dropped it. He I thought he had it. it.
7: But he had it. I think Davidson wants an offensive pass interference. Ball. Uh, pass eight. number 18, Eddie Golf kind of Catello underthrown. Just kind of reverted to playing a defensive back position type there and just trying to keep that ball out of Alkinson's hands. Our next sports broadcast is Thursday night as Marion girls head
1: across town to face arch rival St. Joe in the holy war in the hardwood. We were with the Marion girls last Sunday as they fell to Washington in battle of the top two ranked teams in the state in Class 3A. Join Bob Berger and me. Thursday at 7.30 for St. Joe and Marion Girls Basketball here on Redeemer Radio. We'll have a video stream of the game at Facebook.com slash 957Sports as well. Koontz rolls out, looking to throw, has nobody open, and he just runs this ball out of bounds and gains ends up gaining about five yards on the play.
7: Great job there by the Marion defensive players not to have a repeat of last drive and you know, have him take a few steps out of bounds and then deliver a hit when it wasn't necessary. So, no personal foul there. Great job on both sides. Bring up a third and eight. The score, 21-6 Marion, 10:56 to
1: play in the ball game.
7: A first down! Big Hanover. play here. I'd be surprised here if Hanover Central will even think about punting, with it being a two-possession game.
1: Coons back to pass. Has time. Now some pressure. He sacked. He may have no choice but to punt the ball away. Now as he sacked, a little extra curriculars between the two sides.
10: Drew Geiger. Drew Geiger
1: with another big play.
7: Great rush by all the defensive linemen there. Koontz has been able to escape the first rusher because he's been able to get out of the pocket, but they all played the role very well, surrounded the pocket, just collapsed it, and Geiger's able to get in there and get a big sack for this Marion defense.
1: And they will punt it away. I think, Mitch, you were right. When it was you third and that, eight, I think you're going for yeah, it. A you have, you have and, no choice here. Fourth, fourth nothing, and 13, 15. you really gotta, you have no choice but to punt it away. And again, you got to keep your eye on and make sure you don't punt it to Atkinson here. And now a little confusion here with two seconds on the play clock. And Hanover Central, no, you yeah. oh, have to eat a timeout. they got out. to you eat a timeout with 10.08 to play in the ball game. They didn't have an 11th guy in the field. Well, maybe they did. I don't know. They're still confused. Well, there's a timeout, so they can do whatever. They they don't have to rush onto the field. Ugh. Oh, that was that was a tough situation. All right, we'd like to thank Matt and Sharon Embens and their team at TyRAC for being the title sponsor for High School Football on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Tire Rack plays a major role in underwriting our internship program with students from St. Joe and Maryam. More tires, great prices. Visit tirerack.com. And stay tuned after the game. We'll name our player of the game brought to you by St. Joseph Grade School in South Bend, a two-time national blue ribbon school. And uh, unless Hanover Central comes back, I don't see how it's not Brady Hoskins at this point, Rich. <sighs> yeah
7: Yeah, he's, he's having himself a great game and he's just getting everyone else up on that marion defense and the offense just completely raising the energy raising the standards for everyone else out there and that's what that's what great leaders do he not only leads with his voice he also leads with his play all right so you if you're the hanover central coach i think you have to consider just taking that delay of game penalty yeah i was wondering timeout. about that. obviously in the situation very hard just to think of that and know that but Looking back on it, might have just wanted to eat the five yards. Well, stabbing. you also
1: don't know exactly who called the timeout. And here's a punt, and oh. it's going to be fumbled. And now Hanover Central Oh, oh he just he threw got, the he ball of up. Of ball. I don't know what what that would be considered. It wouldn't matter. He'd be either down or it would be a fumble. This would definitely be
7: a turnover. Either way, Marion's going to
1: have the ball deep in Hanover Central's territory. And Marion will start first and 10 at the Hanover Central 20 one yard line there is a flag in the play i think for an Maybe illegal role yeah
7: that attempted shove. like because it wasn't, it wasn't really a fumble he you could very see actually pick it up throwing. they're okay. gonna pick up the penalty i think they called him down he before he down he did the pass shove thing about falling first and
1: ten they're gonna say yeah uh, and it's gonna be first and ten marion now at the
7: 23 just of oh, Hanover central horrible special teams mistakes by Hanover central this stage of the game those are those are very tough to have Oh, and the, and the, the referee, ref holds on to the ball, and that will
1: be a completion. <laughs> ref took,
7: bit it pretty bad, but at least he didn't drop the football as he came to the sideline. I mean, that, that, the great balance, that's just great footwork on the sideline by the ref as he <laughs> continues to run. 10 <laughs>
1: to play here in the ballgame. Here's the handoff to Lasanga. Lasanga not getting much on the play, maybe a yard or two to about the 22 9:50 to play in the ball game now. 21-6, Marion up by 15. And a touchdown here, no, I think, I think, think it I would just about do it. Yeah. In I, this
7: condition, hard to hard to sling the ball quickly and get get downfield. So if you're Marion, you're definitely looking to get another score here. You get this touchdown, you put this game away.
1: Trips the left for the Knights. Atkinson, the lone wide receiver to the right. Lassane in shotgun with Lusanga to his right side. If you you always love a one-on-one matchup with one. Meanwhile, Lusanga loves the matchup up the middle as he rushes, breaks cuts two tackles, and cuts it to the 11 before coming down. A gain of 12 yards and a first down brought to you by Office Interiors. Man, Caleb Lusanga is such a good ball player.
7: Great hit Caleb there by Gannon Howes. Right I mean, down, that's up that's up pretty tough. By Caleb's, by Caleb's a big boy, and he keeps those feet huffing and puffing. So... You know, usually he's the one doing the running over, as we saw earlier on his big run, he shoved a guy to the ground, but Gannon House comes up, delivers a a big hit, and prevents a touchdown for this Marion Knights team.
1: Not keeping official stats here tonight, but I would imagine Lusanga's over 100 yards, considering, in fact, he had a 50-yard rush earlier. Here's Michael Murphy with the run, inside the 10, pushing his way, still pushing his way, still pushing his way into the end zone for the touchdown. How about that? you got to give all the credit in the world to the offensive line for continuing to push Michael Murphy into the end zone
7: for the touchdown. What a play. What, Not only on Mike Murphy just to keep running that football, but how about that offensive line realizing the play is not dead and coming up and just pushing that pile. I mean, if you're Brett Badick and Paul oh, Klein, the off- okay. <laughs> offensive Brett- line coach, Brett you have Batek to love is that. Brett going crazy on the sideline. You that, have to love that. That effort,
1: that just desire just to keep a play going. That touchdown brought to you by Tony Ledger of Health Markets. Point after attempt is blocked. 27-6, to 6, three touchdown lead here for Marion. 8.51 left in the game. The Knights are smelling a third straight trip to semi-state. We'll take a timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio.
9: This is Dr. Tom McGovern inviting you to join me and my co-hosts, Dr. Andrew Mullally and Dr. Chris Stroud for Dr. Doctor, airing Fridays at noon right here on Redeemer Radio. Together, we bring a Catholic perspective to medical issues with a focus on the dignity of the human person, body and soul. Don't miss a dose of Dr. Doctor Fridays at noon or listen anytime at spokestreetcom slash
11: doctor. Michael
1: Murphy and the Marion offensive line. (laughs) Well, the offensive line pushing Michael Murphy into the end zone for a touchdown has put Marion up 27-6 with 8.51 left in the game. Markley with the kickoff and the return here picked up at the 10-yard line across the 20, stopped at the 20 is
7: Hanover Central and that's where they'll start with 8.43 left in the game. A few scary seconds for the Knights there. Seemed like he had a little bit of a, uh-oh. There'll be a flag thrown after the play. Someone must have uh, must have said something that you know probably shouldn't be saying. There's a flag on the
1: play. You wouldn't know anything about doing anything like that. No, would
7: you? it never happened while I was on the Poor field. I make sure to done. prevent it on both <laughs> sides.
1: Or and you certainly never said it in a
7: post-game interview either. Oh goodness gracious, no! Why would you even <laughs> threaten such a thing? <laughs>
1: Mitch Menting filling in, doing a great job here this evening. Thanks for coming up, uh, from Purdue. We My thought, pleasure. A we lot thought of fun. We thought it was less of a drive. We didn't realize what did it end up being for you?
7: Uh it was about the same from both South Bend and from Purdue, about like an hour thirty. So I went home first and you know, hung out with my family and saw oh, my you dog, actually, saw actually, my dog, you, and then I drove. I drove here.
1: Oh wow, you actually went to South Bend first. That's a long way to get over here,
7: actually. Yeah, that's that a can. three.
1: That's a three-hour journey over here.
7: I didn't have any classes today, so fair enough.
1: All right, so first and ten for Hanover Central. Eight forty-three left in the game. You go left side and. Looks like they're going to get the first down as Hazley with a nice run, and they will get the first down. Brought to you by Hanover, uh, brought to you by Office Interiors.
7: You have to think Hanover Central here will be trying to move quick, get on the ball, and not let too much time run off in between plays. Yeah, they're getting lined up already. Hopefully, going to call this play pretty quick and get the ball moving again. 8:30 left in the ball game. Takes
1: the snap. Koontz keeping it himself, gains about three yards as he pushes his way up to about the Hanover Central 48-yard line.
7: Great play by Mike Murphy there and Setafano Sete clogging up that run. Drew Geiger coming down hard on that dive, and you know when Koontz pulls that ball, he sees nothing ahead with Mike Murphy and Setafano Sete coming right at him. Second and seven, eight minutes
1: to play here in the three regional championship. Koons going to keep it himself, thought about pitching it, didn't.
7: Great and then play he gets, by Gabe Kerr there.
1: Whoo, Kerr drills it into the ground for the sack.
7: I mean, he he put him in a box right there. He had a power option, the option to pitch. He faked like he was going to go take away that pitch. We saw this play earlier Earlier when Kuntz kept it, had like a 25-yard run. He goes to fake and cut up, and Gabe just stays right with them. That's a great play by number nine, Gabe Kerr coming off the edge.
1: Bring up at third and 14 here with 7.30 left in the ballgame. Marion leading 27-6. Kuntz back to pass, has time, slings it downfield. This one is intercepted. Caden Kenton with the interception. He's got Big a return. He's got a He's got lot here. of space. He's Touchs at the 20. 15 comes down online. around the comes down around the 11-yard line third interception of the night Three for the Marion Knights
7: the what, a, what a great story. I mean I was at the game kaden hurt his knee Elkhart and you would have thought this kid was done for the season. Yep. But the fight he's had and the re- Resiliency he's shown and now he made a big catch in the first quarter 30 yards got this Marion offense really moving And now here makes a great play over the top at safety to get that interception Bring runs it all the way back to the red zone for the Knights. What a what a great play by Caden. Seven oh eight left in the game, twenty seven to six.
1: Marion ahead, and they're gonna have first and ten from the twelve yard line. You can hear that wind in our headsets.
7: Great job by the Marion secondary here tonight. I mean Coots came in with only four interceptions on the year, and he's got he's had three and not necessarily just bad throws. I mean, this secondary has made just great plays over the top and like with Brady Hoskins go over the shoulder catch. It's been very impressive watching this Marion defense tonight.
1: That Pino set they I believe, with the rush? It was, it was Caleb. Oh, it was Caleb. See, I just keep on trying to give it away from Caleb, and he gets it to about the 10-yard line it's gain so,
7: of... so hard. Caleb's running so hard. He's got so much dirt all over his jersey. It's yeah. impossible to read that number. But you think
1: by now I realize it's him.
9: <laughs>
1: I had no trouble figuring out it was him at Tippy Valley when you definitely could not see his number at all. We <laughs> yeah, had a, they
7: had a little bit of a mud ball. looked like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, that was a kind of crazy. All right, here's Lusanga again up the middle. Breaks the
7: tackle into the end zone. Touchdown, Marion. Wow. Oh, uh, fi- finally, last three touchdowns, they've touchdown. kind of been looking flag. at that student section, and they flagged them this time after Caleb stared down. I don't know if he said something, but they threw the flag this time, probably some sort of unsportsmanlike conduct on them. 6.23 left in the
1: game. They're going to be unsportsmanlike That's against the Marion. But against the touch, Touchdown will count.
7: and it
1: makes it 33 to six.
7: I know Marion doesn't really think, you know, 33 six here that on sports like doesn't really matter, but I promise you, Coach D will remind them that it very much matters that practice tomorrow or on Monday.
1: Northridge has jumped out to a 25 to seven lead over Missis- Mississinawa with 226 left in the ball game. So Northridge, what a story. They started four or five in a row, five and oh, then lost four or five games heading into sectionals, and now they're going to be headed to semi-state. A fantastic story for the Raiders. They lost their starting quarterback in week four; uh, he was out for the season, and, and they figured it out uh, just before the playoffs. And now, by the way, the penalty here is going to be assessed here. That's and a great time to figure it out. Markley uh, going to attempt a thirty-five yard extra point attempt. This is actually longer than any
7: field goal he's made this year. High snap. Another high snap. That ball, it is blocked. That ball is dead in high school. You can't return that for two points. 33-6. to six. College is
1: the only one you can. Can't do it in the NFL either. It's kind of interesting. That Usually you don't have it that way. Usually you don't have yeah. college is the only way. Usually high school or the NFL is doing the same. It's usually not... Just college. So 6:23 left in the game, 33 to6, Marion up. Take a quick time out, be back right after this on Redeemer Radio.
8: Stay connected with Redeemer radio on our smartphone app. Listen live to Catholic programming and find the podcasts to our local shows, including Truth and in Charity with Bishop Rhodes, Dr. Doctor, and Church Life Today. Listen to it all in one place on the Redeemer radio app. Find the app in the Google Play or App Store by searching Redeemer Radio. The Redeemer Radio app is brought to you by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.
1: DeWall Fluid Power is proud to support Catholic High School football and Redeemer Radio. DeWall Fluid Power is a full service air and hydraulics and tooling components distributor serving customers for more than 55 years. Visit DeWall Fluid Power, people you can trust, technology and solutions you deserve. Catholic High School football and DeWall Fluid Power both honored to be a part of Redeemer Radio this football season. 6.23 left in the game. Marion leading Hanover Central 33 to 6. You know, when people look around the state at this score, Mitch, they're going to think Marion blew Hanover Central out. And in reality,
7: not the tail of the tape. This was a very competitive game from both great football programs that Hanover Central is really on the rise. And I'm excited to see only a sophomore quarterback. I'm excited to see what they can do in the future. There's a nice
1: return here by Hanover Central. Getting into space is Gunnar Howes. And he's going to be taken down at the Marion 46-yard
7: line. Out to that's probably the six, one thing you couldn't have if you're this Marion team you want no big plays I mean this the score you don't even want to worry about the score here because even though it's 33 to 6 this game is not over you don't want any big plays you definitely don't want Hanover central gain a lot of confidence and coming back in this game
1: 611 left in the game Marion leading 33 to 6 First and ten for Hanover Central from the Marion forty six yard line. Marion's defense has been outstanding here tonight. Here's a handoff to Hazley and Gabe Kerr in there for the tackle for loss. Kerr's had a great game himself. He has too. Had
7: a, he's had a few tackles for loss. He had a touchdown. So yeah, great great game here. By the whole linebacker unit for Marion, I mean, you know, you blink once, Mike Murphy sette or Gabe Kerr, I mean, they're doing something on the field. They're by the ball somewhere, whether it's offense or defense. What a great game by this unit. 540 left in the ball game. Hazley gets the handoff, bounces off a guy,
1: and he's going to be As taken down. And there's Mike Michael Murphy. Murphy.
7: Sete bringing him <laughs> down in the backfield. Both
1: together. 530 left in the game now.
7: You have to be surprised here that Hanover Central is just trying to run the ball here. I'm not sure whether they're maybe the to, cold. Yeah, maybe trying to catch the defense sleeping, thinking they're just going to pass it. But you know, they kind of the, got to get the ball moving and stopping the clock if they want any sort of chance of trying to get get back in this game.
1: Down four, four possessions at this point with 5:09 left. I'm not. I know you never yeah. give up, but I'm not sure you can really get back into this one. Yeah. And Coons completes the pass, pass. complete to the 40. Forty yard line, Tony Bartolomeo with the catch. I mean, I think at this point, I think I don't want to say you're conceding, but I think you're just trying to get a positive drive yeah. here, right? Maybe yeah. end the season
7: on a high note. I on mean, a high note. Yeah. Hanover Central, you have to be proud of this season. Absolutely. I mean first ever sectional title. Yeah, I mean this this goes down in the history books. Like you need to be very proud of what you have done this season. And you played so competitively against a very good Marion team.
1: Kuhn's going to roll out left side,
7: and he's going to be knocked out of bounds by the Knights who with else,
1: 425 left.
7: Who else would it be? Number 10, Mike Murphy chases him down to the sideline, and that would be Marion Ball, and I'm sure they'll look here just to run the clock to the end of the you game. You said who
1: else would it be. I I was thinking it could have been about five different guys based on who else <laughs> could it be. You should
7: have just known I was going to say someone from that linebacker <laughs> core was going to chase him down. Oh, man. What a great game we had here tonight! On both sides of the ball, both defenses came to play, and we had some great highlights from both offenses. I mean, Matt Coons, only a sophomore, and he has been very impressive. I mean, he's fell in the shoes of Hanover had a great quarterback last season. Uh, I'm forgetting his name, but he played in the North-South game. Obviously, he was a very, he's a great player. And to step up the season, go on a what will be 11 and two season. You have to be, if you're the Hanover Central coach, you have to be very happy with what Matt Coons has shown you this season and what he'll be able to do going forward.
1: And they're excited about the future of their program. They're looking to bring in field turf, uh, hopefully an upgrade on the press box so that people like us (laughs) don't have to broadcast from outside, especially when we're the only broadcast crew. Yeah. Just
7: a little little (laughs) extension would be nice. They they need
1: a little bit of an upgrade on the, on the press box to say the least. And, and uh, nice hospitality here. Uh, I know I know the, the, the people here at Head Over Central would love to get the new press box as well. Four minutes left in the ball game, second and seven for the Marion Knights, and I think at this point everybody would be rather happy to see the clock just keep on ticking down. Yeah,
7: they're going to take it all the way to the end of the, the play clock as they should.
1: Lassane in shotgun. Actually surprised at this point the starters are still in
7: the game. They do have Caleb ball, out and are running the ball with Pino Cete. Who, after Caleb, at the end of this year, will graduate? I, I'm very excited to see what Pino will do these next two years. I mean, he's been great as a backup running back, and it, the kid runs hard. I mean, at the, he's a sette. Let's just say it like yep. that. I mean, he's physical. He loves playing football, and you put that ball in his hand, he's he's a lot like Caleb in that he just runs hard and he's running straight ahead. And if you're in the way, he's going to run through you. Third and five
1: coming up here now from Marion. 305 to play in the ballgame. The Knights closing in on their third straight regional championship. They'll host semi state next week against Brabuff. And he won't get the first down or bring up fourth down and Marion, I assume, will punt this ball away.
7: Yeah. Great stop there by the defensive front. Not not giving up any ground till on the line of scrimmage.
9: Down.
1: Marion regional titles in program history. This will be their eighth. They won them in 76-99, and then this run in the last decade, 2012, 15, 17, 19, and 20. So this would be the sixth regional title in less than 10 years for Marion.
7: Yeah, and they still take a lot of a lot of pride enjoying that. I mean, you want, they get used to being in the game, but still they a very prideful thing to win and to be able to say you took your season all the way to a regional championship is a lot of thing a lot of a lot of guys a lot of high school teams don't get to say.
1: Hey you were the St. Joseph grade school player of the game in this in this game last year. I was. You had the pick six against Calumet and I think it's fair to say we can name our St. Joseph grade school player of the game right now and that's that's Brady Hoskins. Two interceptions and a touchdown an outstanding effort by Brady here tonight.
7: Yeah, he was a great leader on both sides of the ball today. And you know, it it shows how great a performance he was by looking at Caleb and his numbers and what he did this game and that, you know, Brady barely edges him at the very top. So you have to be just so excited for that if you're Marion that you have these two great performers in this game and you're going on to semi-state next week and hoping to continue this little run they've been able to obtain.
1: Marion to punt, Markley puts it up, line drive kick, going to roll and Hanover Central going to look to pick it up and actually I think he touched Probably it Marion's and Marion's going to get the ball. Hey, Marion's going to get the ball at the Hanover Central 28 yard line. We have a, and maybe an injured player down on the field, now. he's alright. Not he's just celebrating in that <laughs> ball. <laughs> By the way, at St. Joseph Grade School, two time national blue ribbon school, students excel in academics, athletics, music arts, Michael, service learning, and more. St. Joseph Grade School, educating hearts and minds in the Holy Cross tradition since 1854, making God known, loved, and served. Learn more by visiting stjosephgradeschool.com.
7: That was Jake Murphy on the fumble recovery, brother of Michael Murphy. All right. You have to, you know, you really got to, if you're Michael Murphy, you have to be so grateful for all you've been able to do with this football program. When he was a sophomore, You know, he's playing running back behind his brother, Eddie Murphy, who's blocking for him as a tight end. And now he's a senior and he can celebrate on the sideline with his brother, who's a sophomore. And just to have that whole lineage go on and he's been able to play with both his brothers is really something special. And here's Pino
1: Sete with the rush up to about the 23 yard line. Two minutes to play here in the regional championship. Marion leading 33 to six, looking to close things out. Got one more sponsor. To read off for you, Elevate from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can help your Catholic school raise money. One local high school is now receiving over $800 in monthly benefits. For more information, go to DameFCU.com slash Elevate. 135 left in
7: the ballgame. Number seven, 73, Colin Foyer runs off the field. Gets a, he, he had a great game from the defensive yep. front. He was really clogging up that thing as he gets a big hugs from his coaches on the sideline. You just you gotta you gotta be so prideful if you're Hanover Central here. This was this was a great game.
1: Ma- Marion now in victory formation takes the knee with one eleven
7: left in the ball game. I'm sure Bryce was saying doesn't really like going victory formation. He's gonna add a few more negative yards to his rushing totals <laughs> this whole total year. Uh, I think if he takes another another knee, he'll be up to about negative forty on the year. So good sign for Marion, maybe maybe not for Bryce.
1: <laughs> Fifty seconds remaining. Marion looking to take this one down. They'll have to wait it off one second after the snap. Gets the snap off, takes the knee, and
7: fair Bryce. There, he should just stand. Yeah, he should have stayed.
1: (laughs) He's gonna learn that one. He did not do that (laughs) properly. They're gonna have to do one more snap on fourth down.
7: And they're just gonna have them reset the clock. Oh, they reset the clock. yeah. Yeah,
1: and that will do it. Marion, your 3A regional champions for the eighth time in program history, and for the third year in a row, Marion will host semi-state. It'll be next Friday night at Atolski Field as they will host Brabuff next Friday night with a chance to play for the state championship with a win. Wow. What a And what a great effort here by Marion to,
7: you to, to get this victory. You have to love the Marion players going over, consoling some of the Hanover Central players that are laying down on the ground. I mean, that's just great sportsmanship, and that's that's really what this game's about. As Jack Brennan there, you know, great guy, making sure everybody's okay, letting them know that this was a great game and that they have nothing to be ashamed of tonight.
1: Absolutely, and now they're naming off all the fantastic players and seniors at hanover central and thanking them for a wonderful season the greatest football season in program history as they go to 11 and they finish 11 and 2 on the year and a great effort overall and now the marion fans coming over here to celebrate with their fans in one of those rare section times that both it appears both teams will celebrate with their fans on the same sideline because there's no visitor Sideline here at Hanover <laughs> Central. There's no visiting stands, so that's something you don't usually see. And a cool moment here as both teams doing their fight songs on the same sideline, and not in a negative way, right? They're yes. both just proud of their their respective teams, as they should be. A lot to build on here for Hanover Central in the future, Mitch, as you were saying.
7: Yeah, I mean, they're gonna lose a few guys on the line, but bringing back their quarterback, bringing back their running back, bring back a lot of receivers. You know, you have to really like where they're at in this program and hopefully have some guys step up. And just, they can be even better next year. And who knows, maybe we'll see this rematch next year. I would love to.
1: And what, what are your thoughts now for Marion as we head to semi-state next week? I mean, it's
7: a great win. Your regional champs love it, embrace it. You go to bed tonight, you wake up, forget it. It's over. It's now semi-state week. Regionals is over. you need to got to do everything you can to get fully prepared for rebuff. Because rebuff, they're having a great season. They're a great team. But this Marion Knight team is also a great team. I'm expecting a really great matchup between those two teams next week.
1: You and then what are your final thoughts here tonight as uh, Marion gets the victory? And, and really, this was a hard-fought game. They, they really had a fight for for this victory.
7: Yeah, that's a, a great thing that that having to fight through this whole victory. And Michael Davidson is definitely proud of his squad for being able to pull away late in this game, 14-6. to 6. You know, one one big play on the wrong side can just completely swing the momentum, and you can end up losing this game for the Marion Knights. Create two turnovers. Rush, run the ball into the end zone. Give that effort, like that we saw the O line give to push that pile into the end zone. That's the stuff you love to see as a coach and as a player. That shows that these guys are passionate about the game. They are passionate about winning. These guys want to do whatever they can to win a state title at Lucas Oil Stadium.
1: All right. Uh, final look at the keys of the game. Marion did what they had to. Hanover Central didn't quite. Yeah, I think that's uh, the the way to sum it up because we're freezing. And those <laughs> keys to the game brought to you by JR Fox Jewelers, our final review at this point. Mitch, thank you very much for joining us thank and filling in. Thank you so much
7: in. for having me. It was a pleasure. You so did, much fun.
1: You did a great job. That's a wrap on regional championship night for high school football in Indiana. Special thank you to our title sponsor, Tire Act, the way tire buying should be, and our presenting sponsor, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Visit NotreDameFCU.com. Slash Elevate. Our audio engineer back at the Redeemer Radio Studios is Joe Andert. For Mitchell Menting, I'm de carlo Be sure to join us Thursday night for the Holy War on the Hardwood Girls Basketball Edition, and then next Friday, Marion hosting semi-state. They'll play host to And Next Friday, you'll hear it all right here on Redeemer Radio. The final score from Hanover Central: Marion 33, Hanover Central 6. The Marion Knights are regional champions for the third straight year. Good night and God bless. My from Mom. Cedar Lake
8: are you feeling sandwiched between caring for aging parents while still raising children if so join me Chris Godfrey every Monday during the noon hour for the sandwich generation every week I'll have conversations with experts and friends on this important calling being sandwiched is a great opportunity for growing in our friendship with God so tune in for advice and inspiration every Monday during the noon hour or listen anytime at Spokestreet.com sandwich
10: This is Zach Rathke, a priest of the Congregation of Holy Cross and a chaplain at Marion High School. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, recognizing that all we do is meant to give you glory, whether we win or we lose, we pray. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Thanks for joining us for the Tire Rack Game of the Week. More tires, great prices. Visit TireRack.com. High School Football on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM has also been presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Where you bank, does matter. We now return you to regular programming, already in progress.